0: Hello and welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 296 for March 21st, 2019. I am the Frillate.
2: It's 2019. No, it's not actually.
3: I'm with Adriel, I think it is. It's mm-hmm. uh, 2019. 2019. Nope, it is 2019. 20, 20,
4: 2019. 2019.
3: Oh, that's how we do it in grade two, 2019.
4: <laughs> that's about right. Off to a great start.
0: I don't know start. who's next. <laughs> Amazing. I'm the, Yeah, I'm this
4: the classy is, one.
0: Thank you, Kelly.
4: You're welcome.
0: That's you, Matthew.
4: Oh, hi. That's me. a cute Wow,
0: Wow. You <laughs> know hey, what we should do? I don't
3: have the show notes
4: open we'll, yet.
2: so We should come up with show I'm notes. So no. That, so the
0: host can follow along and and not uh, stuff and things. Let's just wing oh. it. I'm Adriel. okay well then that was another typical thanks for
3: watching wait this isn't the end usually our endings are awkward not the beginnings yeah usually
0: both everything in between so we have awkward beginnings middles and ends it's kind of like high school awkward the whole way through (laughs) yep all right so let's get into what we did this week in guns which is brought to us by the calgary shooting center canada's premier firearms retailer And coming up on March 30th is Glock Days. Glock
3: Days. Sweet.
0: Really? One of the first shooting events Matthew and I ever went to was Glock Days at the Springfield Range. You remember that, Matthew? It
3: was pretty fun. I remember that. I think I
0: still have a video of it somewhere. You probably have a video of me having a meltdown and throwing my backpack because my wife was all like, no, you can't buy a new Glock. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and then like two that days later, it
0: turns out that I had taken out a small loan and it was through the teacher's union and the loan was paid back, but they kept taking the deduction off my paycheck and just rolling it into a savings account I didn't know about. And boom, just like that, I had $3,000. Guess who got a new Glock? This guy. Wow. It all worked out so it, nicely. It did. It Is did. that what so, Glock days are for? Buying Glocks.
2: Buying Glocks, yeah. That's exactly what it's yeah, what for. else would you use it so for? We'll
0: buy a Glock. yeah. yeah. And Calgary Shooting Center does it upright. They get in a whole bunch of different models of Glock. So if you were looking to try the latest Glock models, like the 48, the 19X, the 43, all those ones. Plus, um, they do have Prohib Glocks at the Calgary Shooting Center that you can rent and shoot with a range officer. So if you want to try the little itty-bitty baby Glocks, they're there too. So March 30th and 31st from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, go shoot a Glock no experience necessary. This is also tied into a charity event, and you can enter for a chance to win your own Glock. There's also a sale going on on the 30th and 31st, and uh, price is too low to advertise, but <laughs> up to 70 percent off on select merchandise.
2: That's a thing, eh? Like there's there's some gun manufacturers that won't let you advertise lower than a certain price. They'll be like uh, map pricing, or they'll be advertising pricing where you can't. It's a thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um
2: Good? Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Just waiting
0: for Matthew to stop
3: at the clicking. Oh,
0: oh sorry. <laughs> oh, that what it is? It's even worse. Yeah. Is that better? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so map pricing, Adriel is uh not kind of subject to this. It, map pricing. My understanding of it from working at the shop is whatever Denise sells a Vortex for, Calgary has to shoot sell a Vortex for, and Glock is one of those items that falls under map pricing. And some retailers have lost their dealership rights to selling certain products for breaking the map pricing policy. Yep. So that can be nasty. Um, but anyway, up to seventy percent off. So and uh, so um, have your Glock inspected. When you support the charity Glock representatives and armors will be on hand. So that's cool. So you can get your Glock looked over. Well, Glock armor? I have
2: a I have a Dremel and yep. uh, a hammer polishing and compound glitter. Uh, you could use a polishing compound. You could use like one of those nail files. That's uh, yep. That's got like seven different grades of uh, filing stuff on there. Pretty much like a pro armor actually.
0: Y- yeah. Like a regular yeah. armor would just have an emery
2: board, but you've got mm-hmm. like the multi-level grits
0: all on one. Yeah, you're like Glock armor or Pro Staff. Yeah, except for
2: that shirt though.
1: Jesus. Yeah, hit that.
2: check that out. Look there at that. Look at yeah. all like look at that specialty can, Glock tool right there. Can you go back into your cupboard again so
0: I can continue to make fun of your shirt behind your back and of to your face? You could do both. Like, did you get that out of my grandfather's closet? <laughs> I need to know.
4: I had to go
2: to a school thing. I had to look.
4: Fancy. It looks very nice.
0: Did you go back in time to go to the school thing to 1948? <laughs>
2: What uh, that's the... probably, when, probably when the school was built. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, let's get moving on uh, McClatchy. You don't have anything in there. Does that mean nothing, or you got something, or what?
3: Uh, like what I did in guns.
0: Yeah, that's they haven't been away that long, Matthew. Oh. <laughs>
3: um, I'm gonna do some dry firing tonight
2: while the show's going on. Excellent. What's <laughs> that in your hand? Pretty. Glock. Hmm, try to do a Glock. Try to do it when when Trevor's talking yeah he, here, like, he likes Trevor, your turn. the
0: background the yeah. only thing better than interrupting me is making background clicky sounds and then interrupting
3: <laughs>
0: as long as you know we just lost three listeners every time you do that great now we're negative good one <laughs>
3: <laughs> um no i i haven't done anything gun gun really well that, is that true I think I got the rifle out to shoot at a crow, but it flew away before I got the gun out in time.
0: You had a gun so, with you in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I mean,
3: that's good. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And and the groundhogs are back. <gasps> so there will, there, because it's spring, they're starting to come back out. So there will be more uh, groundhog carnage coming up. So that's, stay tuned. I there will be groundhog carnage.
0: That's crazy. I won't see a groundhog until June. Oh no,
3: they're rustling around already. Wow, you must have
0: like most of your snow gone already or what?
3: No, not really. I don't know what, I don't know why they're out. Really, but whatever. Jeff,
0: um, yeah. Jeff Reese sent me a message the other day. The gophers are out in the Calgary area as well. Man, yeah, it's
4: warm in Calgary, or it was
0: melting. Well, it
3: was seven here today, so yeah, well, tomorrow.
0: The Easter weekend is not until April, right? And when I went, okay, so no, that's still a ways away. I was going to say, well, the first time I shot gophers in Calgary was Easter weekend. There was still snow on the ground. Anyway, I digress. Let's and they, were, on. Out. they, they were, were out. They were
3: Why? Gopher shooting is fun. We should talk about this more.
0: You know what? It should be a whole main topic at some point.
3: That'd be fun.
0: Maybe yes. after we go shoot some. Yes. Which Matthew won't be with us this
3: time. Hmm. Yeah, rub it in. You can shoot I some groundhogs. I'll shoot yeah. some ground. So, uh, what's the ratio of groundhog to gopher? Oh, you one groundhog is worth right? fifty gophers. At least fifty, I would say. At think. Least, because they're huge. They are huge, and there's
0: also a lot less of them. So, I wouldn't give you fifty. I'd give you twenty-five. No, 25? You come out here You come out here and try and pop some groundhogs, and you'll see. Like you can go all day, and if you get three, that's a great day.
3: See, it's mm. not. It's not just the weight difference. You also have to add in the the scarcity. The, yeah, I didn't know we were doing in the scarcity. Comp- yeah, oh, it all yeah you have to in put in the, the scarcity formula. metric. Yeah, the yeah. metrics of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Con- yeah, Con- I, I'd say 50 to 1. Yep. So, Trev, you, you go out west and you shoot as many groundhogs or gophers as you can. I'm going to shoot as many groundhogs as I can, and right. we'll see what the score ends up being at the end of the day. <laughs> this is like... Uh, so, I'm going sailing with
0: Captain Andy this summer, and him and his lovely bride are explaining how... Sc- how the racing rules work, and it's like the boat that finishes first may not necessarily win because there's all kinds of like handicaps and stuff. Like, depending on your boat, they add time or take time away. I'm like, this is why I want to sink the competition already. I don't like this system.
3: What do you <laughs> it's mean, not about just who gets there first? Yeah, what the do you mean? Racing is the same way, it, it's more what? about. This is your time that you've left. This is the time that you've arrived. This is the distance you went, and this is, and then they 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 do like a speed thing between two fixed points, and they take that and they make it so everybody's speed is the same. So right. whenever you're racing, you're actually racing technical skill as opposed to just who has the most horsepower
2: uh, and he, who gets the most kills. Right. Thank you, Adrian. Right. But in it should be the case, same on the boats. The, on the right. on boats, like cannon kills, uh, yes. ramming, uh, yeah. boarding Walking the other boat, t- when, when and throwing Molotov cocktails.
0: Molotov yeah. cocktails will be fine, yeah. I, I want to go sailing with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> See, but Matthew, is not, do in Alberta? it's not exactly like that. It's kind of like, um, well, your boat has these sails, or your boat has this kind of hull, or your boat has this long. Right. So it's Kind of like that because they put it all sounds,
2: this. It
3: sounds to me like somebody got a boat that wasn't quite up to right. snuff, and they started whining. Right, like well, and it's not up. fair that he spent yes. one point two million and I only spent one point one million. I should be able to get a ten percent penalty. Pretty much, Something. yeah. You're yeah. onto it. Cool. Yeah. No, I th- I'm with you, Trev. I, I think races. If you're going to do a race, whoever crosses the line
2: first wins. Right, and if your boat doesn't cross the line, well. You don't so win. You, suck. you didn't win. There's, yeah, that, yeah. there's that, right? You, there's not win. Sales yeah. burned down because of Molotov cocktails. And there, These things you. happen like on the
3: high seas. How far up no before law. international waters?
2: We got 200.
0: 200. Never mind the Bredor Lakes. We're moving the racing out in <laughs> international waters. And I'm bringing my M14. <laughs> <laughs> no rules. Incendiary ammo.
2: Got to get some of that.
0: And that'll, why not? That'll mm-hmm. poke some holes in your spinnaker. <laughs> All right. Spinnaker. That's right. the big sale in the front. Oh, all right. what well, for, nothing well, new today. Carry what on. for racing, as Captain Andy would say. Right. So, All right. No more carbon fiber masks and sales. Let's get on to what we did this week in guns again. Take right. take, take three and a half. <laughs> um, so I went to another one of those um, steel challenge matches near Is Fredericton. Is that the one you
3: went to in Fredericton with Larry?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have had the bigger
3: breakfast. Oh, wait, it was McAdam, wasn't it? Close enough. Thomaston
0: oh, okay. Corner, if you want to get specificer. Specificer? Yep. Thomaston. Atlantic
3: in specific time. Exactly.
0: Um Yeah, so same stages as last time, same idea. You, you I unify. wasn't there
3: last time. What were the stages? Well, they're like
0: um modified version of the actual steel challenge stages. Like, so what it's we not run. an actual
3: steel challenge. No,
0: no, no, no. It's hundred percent a law. They're using some, um, when we bought our new steel, we um, pointed Larry in the direction and said, take all you can carry. And lucky for us, he's got a really small truck. So he only got like four (laughs) pieces. But uh, yeah, so he's got our old steel. You remember the steel we used to shoot on? Yeah, yeah. So we sent that on down the road and that's what he's using. So like there was a smoke and hope set up and there was uh, maybe a roundabout. But um, anyway, four stages, modified version of the actual stuff
3: so it's the same rules where you, you get five yeah, rounds, yeah. they chalk out your, your slowest, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, how many like was it all everybody was shooting center fire pistol or would they doing rim fire rifle as well?
0: We had some rim fire rifle, we had pistol, we had like we would have had like Larry didn't get too crazy about it, like he didn't do like single stack and production, and right, uh, you're either shooting
3: you know, a pistol or a rim fire, kind of pretty
0: thing. much or PCC. So, oh, he, did you bring your PCC? I CC? did. This is PC? this is tw- twice now I've gone down with my PCC, um, but unfortunately for me, this time Jody Warring showed up. So <laughs> he's such a sandbagger—not a sandbagger, but he's just like he's so, he's he's not braggadocio whatsoever. Like he's very low key. and Bra- Say soft-spoken. that again, Braggadocio? Bragadocio. Yeah. So Bragadocio. Very, very good. Yeah. So he's he's very soft spoken, and um, something like. Jody, you know, what's going on? How you been today? You, you check out this PCC thing yet? He's like, yeah, you
2: know, a little bit. So I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> he, like he smoked you, didn't he? Right. Killed brought in, <laughs> Brought in his gamer gun. He's got uh, uh, three dots nope. on the thing,
0: a laser. Nope. He's got less on his gun maxed. than I do. But I think I think my laser kind of screwed me, but I'll come to that in a second. So did you really it was put just a laser this... on
3: your PCC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: he did. Yeah, look, it's right here. I just, I took it off tonight because um, I don't have time to. Because it's dumb, f- right? No, it's not dumb. It's not dumb at all. What are you talking about?
3: All right. There's I am points bored. Stuff. or something. Awesome. So <laughs> anyway,
0: so I'm like, you know, Jody, you check out this PCC stuff yet? He's like, yeah, a little bit. So I'm under the impression that he's just like watched some videos or something, right? And um, he showed up late, shot pistol first. And after we left, he shot his PCC. And wait, wait, I... wait. You
3: go through it twice? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, nice. there's
0: only four of the stages, not eight of the stages, right. and it's not uncommon to shoot steel with two different divisions. How many okay. people do you got have out there? Um, we had a handful, maybe a dozen or so. Oh, I'll see, yeah, lots of time. Yeah, yeah, lots of time. Yeah. Well, and actually, Larry's like. You and other Trevor, other Trevor was with me. Um, we went to filthy's the night before and then we met up with some other gunnies and Paul and Joe and uh, Ken and we had breakfast in the morning first where Matthew was supposed to meet us for breakfast, but he I,
3: I I'm very upset that I didn't get a chance to get there, but i satisfied of my sh- decision because be. I didn't get divorced. So it's 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 gooder this way.
0: It is gooder to not get divorced, yes.
3: <laughs> hey, you'd know. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> you chose marriage over shooting.
0: Tisk Tisk. I know, right? I'm glad you could learn from my mistakes. Time. That's important. Somebody's got to. Yeah, because I'm not. <laughs> I like, have nope. never learned from anything I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, um, after breakfast, we headed on out there, and uh, Larry was What'd like, you have "Okay, for breakfast? Uh, I, <laughs> seriously, I know what you're doing, and it's starting <laughs> to get old." No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Adriel, can we see that ring you're wearing? Because that really goes great with that shirt. Like, what Did that come out of a uh, gumball machine? Let's see that. Hold that up to the camera. This thing's huge. Yeah, it is huge. It goes with that shirt. What are you doing? You got some new style going on tonight. And it's me out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, you can shoot it twice. Jody was like, yeah, I kind of checked it out. Then just before I left, he showed me his. And he's just got an FX9. And he's got a... Big old heavy Strike Eagle, red dot on it off an AR. Looks a little big on the FX9, but I mean, perfectly good Strike optic. Strike Eagle fine. Yeah. Uh fine. It's yeah. It's a Vortex 1. It's a couple of years old now, maybe four or five years old.
2: Strike Eagle's the 1 to
0: 6 or the, the scope, right? Yeah, but they also I make a Venom scope, spark. and they, they stick their name on a bunch of different stuff. So, hmm. yeah, look it up. It kind of looks like a uh, an older aim point. Even has like the same kind of... Spitfire? Yeah, that, Strike that's fire? the one. Spitfire. Yeah. There you Spitfire go. Spitfire, strike, strike, fire. No, Spitfire. Yes. Yes. So, Spigle. anyway. Eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the first time I was there, I had, I was like knocking on two and a half second runs. I had a lot of runs under three seconds.
2: And, um, I had one run that was like that's two That's with six... shooting too, right? The two huh? or three seconds. That's with shooting. That's all the shooting in, in the two seconds. <laughs> yes, Adriel. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
0: when I started off this time, I started the opposite from the last time. I started on the left stages instead of the right stages. And I was slow. I was like pretty much always over three <clears> seconds in the beginning. And then when I got on the stage on the right, I really started to wake up. And I got some really nice times. I finally got under two and a half seconds. And I got all the way down to like a 2.38. I was like five plates, 2.38. Like that's, that's, that's awesome. Fa- that's fast. Yeah. Go look at Jody's times. Jody was routinely under two and a half seconds. Wow. Yeah. Now it goes by time, of course, because yeah. it's steel, and I'll, I'll look it up later while somebody else is talking. Because he, um, even though it goes by time, there's still a percentage in practice right. score for steel talents. So uh, I was like ninety-six point something of him, but anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you forgot out what the f-
3: FX nine looked like? So I looked it up on Google Images. The third image in is Adriel holding one. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> for the, he knows about all the internet matrix yeah yeah so he knows how to get up there he does yep i, so, I put an fx9 pcc and there's a drill smiling at me in a blue shirt holding one that's crazy um so
0: this laser matthew i was going to use for the indoor match uh on saturday in okay. uh in dartmouth but um i am taking jordan to the range this is all arranged Huh? <laughs> Um, I called, or I went on their website and I booked a lane for aid, or for uh, Jordan and I. Uh, Captain Andy, I hope is going to be joining us. So I've got the Savage or the model Savage Model 99 packed. I got the Kui Model 84 packed. I actually have some old ammunition that's probably as old as the gun uh, to bring along. So it'll with it be me. click? boom <laughs> maybe <laughs> hey it could happen right this is yep. the test that i wanted to do i'd love to get him on an outdoor range with multiple targets at multiple distances more targets than he has ammo for so yep. he doesn't know which one to shoot first you know and put him on the clock and go you know go go and start screaming at him especially when it comes time to reload and uh so he could see how
3: how just, this would have gone down and how it would
2: not have gone well for them Exactly, yeah. You, you should get an 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 airsoft this- gun, and then at, at the timer, start shooting at him with the airsoft gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different, that's that's a different test. No. Yeah. So, um, Those anyway, of you
3: who are wondering who the them is, listen to last week's episode. It was yeah. pretty good.
0: Yeah, and... Part five of his series came out uh, with me on it, and uh, it was pretty good. I misspoke a couple of times and didn't use terminology correctly as much as I should have. And sure enough, somebody nailed me on Twitter. You don't put bullets in a shotgun, you put holes in a shotgun or shells. Oh, my goodness. The semantics drive me nuts. I should have got a real expert on that show. I (laughs) I know know what they were thinking. Or or at least an expert, and not, uh, anyway, I never claimed to be an expert. He called me an expert. So,
4: more of an expert than he is.
0: Well, that's it. He's like, you know, if you would have went too crazy with the jargon, you weren't talking to gun people. So don't worry about the jargon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the laser, I believe that the laser actually slowed me down because the transitions between plates and the muscle memory from the time before the gun was swinging differently. That's my excuse. A lot of people are going, you are so full of it right now, but whatever, man. Um,
3: I I hate shooting with lasers. I've tried it; it doesn't work. Oh, I
0: didn't, I didn't use sight. the laser. There's no way you could oh, see. Oh, it's just
3: the just the fact that it was on the gun.
0: Yeah, oh. indoors laser would be fine,
2: but outside, no, no.
0: So I you're tried saying the st- weight
2: on it? The weight caused you to swing it, slower? It, it,
0: correct. Oh, hanging off the muzzle there. I don't think the transitions like I was maybe overcorrecting, stopping and over swinging, having to come back. I don't know, but. Uh, I did warm up when I got to the other side, but it was too late by that point. So anyway, what the heck? It was a lot of fun. It was a little cold, colder than last time, but there was less snow. So this is all outdoors, you know, and uh, a lot of fun. Um, So yeah, and uh, Trevor did good. He finished fifth in production. Oh yeah, I was supposed to send him the results. He wanted to know who ended up (laughs) ahead of him. But uh, anyway, Trevor, look it up on practice score. Uh, What else? Oh, and then I loaded some more forty-five. Um the forty
3: five on the dies that Dave sent you?
0: Yes. That's all rocking and rolling on my Dylan six fifty and uh working really good. How about Why did you want
3: the forty five dies back again?
0: Um what are you loading forty five for? It just occurred to me that well, I've got one. Right? I've got a classic gun. I have two yeah. the, these two classic guns, Matthew. They're they're my two wheels. They're yeah. identical, only ones in nine, one's in forty five, and they're all set up for classic division. I never use right. them. So yeah. I was gonna shoot yeah, a match why would or you the nineteen
3: elevens, 'Cause they're awesome.
0: I was gonna shoot a match or two in standard this winter. Or not in standard, sorry, in classic major, but then I got my PCC. Yeah. So I need. I figured um that if Dave had that stuff, I could get it back for him at at least what I paid, what I sold it to him for. And yeah. I think he even treated me better than that. So that's Dave um, for you. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you if you can find a nicer guy than Dave, um, you can't though. <laughs> so you can't. Dave's you know, the nicest guy in the world. He really is. Um, so that's you know, I just didn't have my six fifty set up for 45. And another reason, Matthew, is I want to process 308 brass on my 650 and the caliber conversion kit for 45 and 308 are almost identical with the exception of three pieces. So I got the right. caliber yeah, I got the 45 caliber conversion kit back from Dave, and then I ordered those three pieces. What I paid Dave and what I paid for these three pieces is still nothing compared to had I bought the 45 dies and the 45 caliber
2: converger kit new. But you're for still price. not shooting 45. You're just making it. Right. That's, yes. That is, in fact, That sounds like how my wife describes uh, getting a sale on something that we didn't really need.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it was on sale.
2: <laughs> so, but it was on sale.
0: I saved money. No, I've, loaded 1, money. I've loaded a thousand, I've loaded a thousand, forty five, and I'm looking at my powder measure, and there's still. Bunch of powder in there. So, given the powder charge that I'm using, four grain to powder, seven thousand grains in a pound. You work that out. It comes out to one thousand seven hundred ninety-five rounds per pound. So, I, I'm going to break out another thousand and load until I run out of powder. Because I bought another thousand primers too. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Put the powder back in the jug? I don't so think...
3: this is this is a tried and true load, though. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, not really. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs>
2: Now, to be honest, no, not at all, actually. But well, I'm I making a thousand more of it because that's the powder right. already in the measure.
0: Well, we know I we 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 know that I'm not good at taking powder out of the press and putting it back in the proper container in the back of the press. So new policy: powder stays in the press till it's gone.
2: <laughs> I like it. It's simple.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, here's where the where the recipe came up uh, came from, Matthew. Um, what? You all right? You all right? Oh yeah. Oh, just dogs. No,
4: it's my dogs. Yeah.
0: So um, oh. Captain Andy shoots Campro full metal jacket, and he runs 4.2 grains, I believe. Uh-huh. So I can always use less powder with um, X metal bullets because they're not full metal jacket. They're coated. So I figured if he's getting a, a solid cushion with 4.2, I'll be good
2: with 4. That'd be fine. Cool. Yeah, be I,
3: hope you're, I hope you're three power factor under. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what you say that. So, uh, one of the black badges this spring—I think it was the Woodstock one, I, or Spring 2018—I brought out the um, my 45, and I was shooting some Campro, and I thought it was a proven recipe, and I was shooting it was so smooth and so soft, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, why haven't I been shooting 45 Classic forever? This is amazing!" And then I cronied it, and it was like 137 or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the listeners, it's supposed to be who don't know. Uh, if you're shooting 45 in your gun in ipsic it's got to be 170 power factor, and it yeah. was 137. So
3: yeah, that's Down what was. quite a bit.
0: Matthew was
2: surprised it cycled, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I didn't have a big heavy spring, right? So right. Anyway, um, all right. What else did I get up to? Uh, oh, you never did tell uh, me we had so breakfast. So like
2: with, with your recoil spring that light. Is is your slide just taking the all the rest of that energy with 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 the def- differential? You're shooting something 130 power factor, and the gun cycles just fine. You shoot something 170 is what you should be shooting. Wouldn't yeah. that just like all the extra force just be rammed right between the slide and the frame? Which is why a, a buffer is a great idea. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I think I ironically I think I've got a buffer in one of my nines, but not my 45.
3: So makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. If you're going to use lighter uh recoil springs you should be using a buffer because yes you're slapping metal on metal
2: right the f- the back of your dust cover on the slide is well that part um, of the, uh, yeah, yeah with a 1911 you're it's going to break eventually so yeah yeah cuz something in there's better yeah
0: get on the internet right now and find me five broken 1911s that broke because of this please go for it i'll wait I'm on the internet um, right now and then I clean my PCC like I always do after every match, especially it's a new gun, it's breaking in and stuff. And um, one of the complaints that people have about reliability at FX9 seem to be, well, you know, they um, they get pretty dirty pretty quick because it's direct blowback. So if you want to avoid any issues, keep them clean. Oh God, what am I? I'm I'm knocking on like 700 rounds so far with. Um, I only ever had that one. Failure to feed. Yeah. On that first 200 or so you said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I've never looked back. So now this time I decided to sh- take apart the lower to really get it clean. So I removed the bolt stop and the parts around the bolt stop and the ejector. Cause the ejector seemed a little loose. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to unscrew the ejector, take all these parts out. And then there was this one little piece, this one little piece of milled steel that looked like some kind of afterthought. Like, we, we've we got a gap here. We need to take up some space. Let's just fire a piece of steel in there. And um, I was panicking because it was time to leave. And we were leaving on a Friday to drive down to Fredericton. And I couldn't figure out where this part went. So I was, like, Facebooking Derek, our new Patreoni, to get him to send me pictures of his gun. And then Wes to get him to send me pictures of his gun. And then all of a sudden I figured it out. So I was I Facebooked them back. I was like, never mind. Never mind. And, of course, what do you mean, never mind? What was so important you're freaking out about? But, anyway, uh, I figured it out based on a notch and groove type situation. So, got that back together. And what else? Um, Oh, I changed the grip and the stock on my WK. Let me just grab that. Now, Adriel was talking about putting a fixed stock on his WK, so that's what I did, and I've done this before, but it it shortens the length of pull pretty significantly, which mm-hmm. makes the eye relief quite challenging. So if you look, I've got the scope ring, the forward ring, all the way to the end of the receiver, just before it, the receiver stops and the handguard hand start. So I'm out of room there, but I've got one of those. Um, what's the name for the cantilever? The scope mount. Cantilever that,
2: mount. Yeah. Is that what it is? Those yeah. rings look really low. Like, do you? They are super decent, low. Like can you see out of that scope without having to jam your head sideways on the gun?
0: I can like, um, I, this is a hunting gun, so I don't plan on wearing hearing protection other than maybe Mm. earplugs at the range while practicing. So it's right there, Mm. but yeah, I agree. It is low. Um, that may the problem may go away when I put the cantilever on. I never find the eye relief in the house is the same as when I actually get out to the range. Like I adjust it in the house and it looks good, and I do it on high
2: power, and it looks good, and then I go outside. And it's like no, this isn't right. Oh man, anyway, I went to the to the range last week, and then my scope reticle was like two degrees off. Easy. I was like, what oh the yeah, hell? what's going on with this? <laughs> I'm not too worried about the level,
0: Um, but uh, the the eye relief usually tends to be a little different. So. If you see how this um, fixed stock is made, there's a spacer between the stock and the castle nut, and it comes in two different sizes. So this is the larger of the two. And you'll notice if you look closely, I have um, two receiver end plates on there. And the first one, the one touching the back of the WK receiver, is the one that came with the gun. And I kept that on there because it's an ambi-sling mount. But then right behind it is a thicker than typical AR-15 receiver end plate. And that was set up for a QD mount. So I used the Dremel and I flattened that. I grinded that off. Grinded. That's proper grammar, right? I grinded it off. And so then the buffer tube itself, I didn't screw all the way back into the receiver. So I probably gained almost a half an inch extra length of pull here. And then finally... Uh, Jeff, at the Calgary Shooting Center shop there, you're a communist, is going to order me or has ordered me the .80, the PRS,
2: the it, yeah. yeah, it's the big PRS butt. rubber yeah. butt pad, oh,
0: twenty so bucks, that, but it's yeah, big chunk, big chunk of rubber, and that's going to help extend the length of pull. I mean, the just look at the or look at the uh, aesthetics now of this rifle, how much it's improved. They, they are chunky. They got a chunky backside. They remind me much of my prom date. And um, I was able to clean up those lines a little bit because of the way that stock fits. And then you'll notice here, I put on a magpole grip without a beaver tail. And mm-hmm. so the little A2 is gone. So I like it. It's cool. Um, I put iron sights on my... Um, Sabertooth SKS. I had ripped the red dot off of that, put it on the air that I am training for the long branch, so there was no sighting system on that gun whatsoever. So I used the iron sights that were supposed to be the 45 degree iron sights that came with my Typhoon. The the pop up iron sights are on the Typhoon. One on the air I sold Paul Lombard, and the ones that were on the 45 degree, I took them off the 45 degree and put them on the SKS and used the 45. One of the 45 degree mounts to put my 45 degree. Uh, red dot on my fx9 so and i'm at a say 45, 45 right now because that'd
2: be sweet yeah you could just that's nope. that's your main sighting is just gangster style with the sks yeah uh, at an no. angle why no, not that's
0: all just horrible but uh, now because you said that i feel like i need to show it to you and drag oh. this
3: on a little bit longer you should so. put two 45s on so it's a 90
2: mm. oh, God. then you can then it is really a gangster style yeah to, that's really <laughs> sideways you do it. tactical <laughs>
0: I think I liked it better when you guys just waited your turn.
3: Nope. You brought <laughs> so, this on.
0: <laughs> so yeah, there you go. So these okay. are the sights that came with the typhoon. Right. And I mean, the rear one. Hmm. Rear one's adjustable for windage and elevation. And the front one's adjustable for uh elevation. And I don't know if they're sitting level. I don't I don't think so because there's a step looks like here. the
3: back one's higher.
2: Yeah. So the back one's 45. definitely higher. Yeah. Put them on a forty-five yeah. as well. 45. at the same time. Well, cool. nope. Yeah, look how ergonomic. There you that go. Would be. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> look Ridiculous. at that chicken wing. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Stacy be proud of that chicken wing. Yeah, she would be stick that elbow.
0: Why
4: don't yep. you just put a laser on it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right on the top, so you can't even use the sights on it. It's just got a laser.
3: Like that. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just do
2: that. You guys are ridiculous. And
3: then just shoot from the hip the whole with, time. With
2: pictures on Instagram
0: too. Uh, I got more stuff, but I don't even want st- to, I don't even want to buy. <laughs> uh, well, Matthew will know about this if he makes it to the meeting on the 31st, but he's going to be like, no, I will just do whatever you say is, is what we're doing. And you can tell me all about it after the meeting.
3: Well, where's the meeting? Is it here in Woodstock? No. I won't be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, in the machine. Murmur- yeah. The- I'm really not
3: going to be there at
0: the Ipsic New Brunswick uh, executive meeting in the morning and then the Black Badge instructor meeting in the afternoon where we will be discussing our new registration policies and procedures for 2019, new uh, new procedures and policies for payment and for um, student registration. So we shall see how that goes. Proposals at this point, trying to streamline the process because last year we were chasing paperwork and money and it was just a pain in the butt.
2: So, use practice score. Practice score has an event thing. So you can do like a practice score match, take payments that way. There's, they have an event thing that you can take payments on. And then all their information's on there. You can put no, whatever you members- want in the form. There's, there's membership forms
0: need to be signed. There's registration forms need to be filled out. I have. You're going yeah. to attach
4: that to it.
2: Make them do that.
0: Make them do that online. Yeah, Hard enough time to get people to sign up for a match on practice score. I don't think the... People here are ready to register for a black badge on practice score. I'm not saying it's not going to be, I'm not ruling it out, but I'm ruling it out for 2019.
2: So, Adriel, what what are you up to
4: They're old.
2: Yeah. It could be like a skill testing testing test. You got to figure out how to use practice score. Well, I am going to have to anyways for black badge, right? I am going to start.
0: Well, yeah. Like at the part of the back of the manual, it shows a, um, a qualifier stage a classifier stage sorry and it shows a score sheet and i'm like you don't even look at this here's a tablet let me tell you about our friend practice mm. score
2: when um, someone says to alpha this is what you do when someone exactly. says alpha charlie this is what you do <laughs> yep. that should be Only, part of a black badge test is is like having them score a stage with a with a tablet
0: no that's part of an ro thing we don't no one's supposed to have the tablet in Ipsic. I don't care about the other games. I'm not responsible for them. But in Ipsic, your scorekeeper is supposed to be an RO because they're you're, they're like a linesman in hockey. They're looking for foot faults. They're mm-hmm. looking for a prop that blew over in the wind. And they're supposed to be an RO before they start putting in people's scores. So yes. I won't be talking about how to use the score. How I won't be teaching them how to put scores in, in Black Badge.
2: Um, yeah. Well, uh, all right, Adriel. All right, did a big uh, range trip. Uh, helped set up the uh, skills and drills in the morning, and then I went and tested a bunch of stuff. I tested MP twenty nine sights. They're on now. Uh, and they're on. It they're shoots. on as it, it sighted in. It is now sighted in. Lined yeah, right. in, Trevor. They Lined look in. ridiculous. The uh, <laughs> I was like I was going to go with a point three on the front, but that would have been like bottom right out on the back. So I'm like, I need a little bit of room. The only other option they had after that was a point three four. So I went with the point three four. And now the back sight is, is jacked right up and the front sight is huge. It looks real good Because scary. it was it was what shooting like four inches high at ten or something? It was yeah, it was massively high, yeah. All right, so now you got a super high front post. Yes. Okay. But it's on. So yeah, well, what that's all that matters. Care? Who cares what it looks like? Yep. Uh, GSG. New sights on it. Those were fantastic. So Dawson Precision has these uh, replacement sights for the GSG. They're pricey. They're like 100 bucks for a $300 pistol. Seems like a lot. But they work fantastic. And uh, I was ringing the steel at 50 yards just pounding it with uh, those sights. Aiming a little bit high, of course, because it's a <laughs> 22 pistol. Uh, AR ran fine. So this is yeah. the old barrel. Uh... And it old everything? Not everything. I I ran the new trigger, old okay. barrel. Uh, I can't remember all the other stuff. Anyways, Spring, it's reliable. Uh, so I tried different combos of those. Yeah, you've gotten make too make far those. into this, you don't even know what's what anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Is what's this the one that had
3: been uh, cycling incorrectly?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But old barrel, and I'm using. I have a whole bunch of XM193 that I'm running, and it runs fine. So I'm just gonna run that for this year. Who cares? Yeah, I'm running limited. It's red dot. I don't need like MOA precision. Um, It's good because you're not going to get it. mm -hmm. Not with a red dot. Uh, Let's see here. Try my Glock with the new ETS bags. They ran fine. They don't drop free though. So I'm going to see what I need to do to to get them to drop free. But they ran. Crush them in a vice. Crush. Crush them. Crush. crush to Get some sandpaper and do some sanding and whatnot.
0: What? You're not going to? No, really? That's crazy. I was raised and taught to crush them in a vise. That sounds weird. It does. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not even making it up, Adriel. I swear you are. You're just no, messing not. with me right I'm now. Crushing them in a vice. I'm mm-hmm. not telling you to do it. I'm telling
3: you <laughs> that's what I was don't told, but, yeah, yeah. What makes, told. Don't crush it in a vice.
2: Yeah. If your Glock makes don't drop free, crush them in a vice. Just put that's acetone just on that. it until it like gets soft, and then put it in again, and then it'll be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Heat I'll, it up I'll do the oven. something. I'm not going to crush him in a vice. What you
3: I should stuff. do is Dremel out the mag well, it's probably the mm. grip. It was probably the smarter idea. Like, don't the, the, mag, the mags are expensive. You should mm-hmm. mess with True. the gun.
2: Sometimes, right? Have. Some guns. Yeah. Have. Not this one. <laughs> uh, let's see. I shot the BCL with the change ejector and it f- ran fine. Cool. Your review cool. was
0: phenomenal. I and like the detail photos that you took, showing the two different bolt designs was phenomenal. Yep, um, well thought out, well organized, well done. I liked it, good and job. good news: um, BCL has hired somebody to actually handle nothing about warranty requests.
2: Yep. Mm. So, whereas whereas they just didn't have any anyone before, it just <laughs> wasn't, as far as I know, it was just uh, a. <laughs> But well, like, they they the thing is, somebody. like
1: the phone just... drain.
2: Somebody want to get that? that what that phone? What phone? To... What are you talking about, Trevor? Yeah. They don't got exactly. a phone. Um, so I'm not salty about it. I, 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 I tried using their warranty process since uh, December, and I haven't gone anywhere. The thing is, I posted that on. I uh, posted the review on Reddit, and like, there's a ton of other people. Yeah, I got the same thing. I've, they've got my gun. They've had it for months, and yep, I have I heard that. nothing of it. Crazy. Um, same thing on CGN. So it's a. Uh, it's is it sounds a coincidence? A good thing. Is it a
0: coincidence that right after your review came out, SFRC dropped them?
2: Mm, it is no. a
0: coincidence. <laughs> Kelly said no, it's not a coincidence. Thank you, Kelly. Don't say what them. you really meant. Move on. No,
4: I'm just saying SFRC <laughs> dropped them before the review came out. Yes. Oh, so well, it
0: was yeah. a coincidence. Uh, yes. Obviously. And they didn't necessarily drop them. I picked that no. language on purpose.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. yes they've they've positioned themselves so that it's uh, better for both companies
2: yeah so I mean I'll, I'll spoil the review <laughs> I mean the uh, uh, the guns more inexpensive than the stag it's uh, uh, I would say the trigger is okay on it even though mine was like a six six and a half pound uh, mil spec trigger uh, I think that for the price the stag tends the better way to go because by the time you add all the things, like a stag 10, you can buy one off the shelf for 2200 bucks, right? But for 2200 bucks, you get a decent end, a decent stock, a decent, all these other things. And when you price out the changes to put onto a BCL to get it to what that stag would be, it's the same price. So you might as well, like if, if you're going to buy one off the shelf, you might as well get the stag 10. If you're going to build one, you might as well build the stag, uh, stag 10. Um, if you're going to buy one and not change it and you're going to like stay low price, the BCL, I think, is fine. If you're just going to do that and you don't mind tinkering with the ejector and that kind of thing,
4: switch out the ejector.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which may, it may, might have to be something that you have to do. It might not just work out of the box. Cause this thing, like, this is how I got out of the box. I got mine in November. Are they selling receiver sets? Uh, they were.
0: And
2: yes. were they less than Stag? No, no, huh. The stags are like the, the, all the pricing pressure has come from the stags coming to the market. All right. Yeah. Anywho, um, that's up on my website. If you want to uh, check that out. It
4: was good. Uh, I like yeah. your
2: quote on the anti <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, okay, let's hear the quote. Come on. The gun no. ejected with all the force of an anti-vaxxer's kid with polio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely appropriate.
2: Yeah. Uh, awesome. I sh- I sh- so I shot the BCL. I got like two-inch groups. So it at a hundred, like nothing fancy. I didn't. Th- I didn't show shoot like a ton of ammo through it. And I think if I would have shot a ton of ammo through it, i would have something a little bit more uh, uh, solid. So I'm still going to do that. But not with this range trip because I had a whole bunch of other stuff going on with this range trip. I couldn't afford to mm. sit and, and and run through a whole bunch of ammo with it. But the reliability was top notch. Ever since <laughs> uh, putting that new ejector in, it's the Imagine ejector that. profile. I think I talked about this before you on did. a different show. Yep, you did. Ejector profile was it? Yep. Like it's the only
0: ejector I've ever seen with that profile. And why? Like why would you? What are you thinking?
2: Mm. I put a five dollar uh, uh, True North Arms ejector in it. Works fine now with a traditional profile yes Hmm. yeah we'll figure yeah uh i shot the scorpio em332 that was another the accuracy wasn't fantastic on it either so that's using the same action as that Narinko 522 as far as i know it's got the same barrels just turned down accuracy wasn't as good so uh they're disappointing a little bit on that Uh, I did some 22 testing on my uh, 522. I changed the bases with it and I jacked up the rear and it did not do nearly as much as I wanted it to. (laughs) I need to like bring some tools out to the range and start screwing around with bases out there. So I get that like 30 MOA base for Chinese eBay pricing. Uh, And I did a whole pile of shooting with the Marlin 795. Cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Lots of shooting. The nice thing with, with shooting the, the 795, though, I load up a 25-round mag, uh, throw 27 shells in it, burn the first two, and then fire off all five groups right, uh, one right after the other. That was a lot nicer than, uh, you know, my Narenko. I'd have to run like 10-round mag, five-round mag, five-round mag, reload one of my five-round mags. Whereas this was just do a whole bunch of loading and then do a whole bunch of shooting.
3: Yep, the 25-round mags are nice for that.
2: Yep. Yeah, they're super reliable. The only reliability issues I had was with Winchester 22 ammo uh not going off, which pff, that's not that's, anything new. <laughs> that's what it does. Yeah. It just doesn't always go yeah. off. Yeah, it's cheap and uh it doesn't always go off, but uh, yeah. at least it's mostly inaccurate. Uh I found an a, a thread on uh on GOC about extended access mags uh by some M-Mat guy. Um any of you guys like know about this? No, um, he's, no, he's
4: kind of shady, I think. <laughs>
2: uh, so actually I, I I think I can show this on camera. I like I've I've looked at the 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 rules and and how I I went about this and I think I'm good to go. Uh so I had just like ignore this part. Po- ignore the top part for a minute. I had a 520 magpul mag for an AR10. 520, right? Uh, I took the bottom part off. I pulled the follower down as much as it could. I chopped the top off. There's my new top. So now, with two pieces of a mag, is this like a worm where both of them are in the mag? I don't think so. This part actually latches into an AR-10. This part, chopped in half, doesn't latch into anything anymore. <laughs> it's not even a magazine anymore, then. I don't Correct. think. it's it's just, just a body. It's just the body, just the bottom of the body. So now I'm left with this little guy. And, uh, I took my axis mag guts and I put it in this and now I have a little four rounder mag. It's, uh, kind of useless because it goes way up into the, <laughs> into the bag. Well, but, uh, <laughs> it's so convenient. Now, if I go hunting with, with that, if I keep that BCL until hunting season, and go hunting with it. Look at 3, that. 3d print an extension. I yeah. could. I could or I could have like a tiny little mag that fits in my pocket really well it it drops free just fine yeah. and it, and it just pops right into the mag well and it's it's like it's it's got another like three inches on the bottom there, but uh, it works it's great for a little hunting mag um really the reason why I did this was not to get a, a four round mag and and basically <laughs> like butcher butcher my uh my mag it was to do this. Uh, to make a because this axis mag wasn't fantastic there was something that i broke on the on the base plate here so i uh i grafted this guy on here and now it fits lots of 308 which follower it's using the magpul uh follower that was in here really i had to shape it it okay it does feed okay nice (laughs) So, uh, actually, I stole this idea. I found it on Reddit. Some guy had done it with 223, and they had grafted a Magpul... No, not a Magpul mag. Some other mag. Maybe like a 10-round LAR mag or something like that onto their Axis mag. Uh, With the 223, they were able to actually get the magazine inside the Axis mag, and then uh, you could pin or rivet it or do something like that. With this one, because the mag is basically the same width as the Axis mag... I had to graft it to the, the bottom of the Axis mag using uh, epoxy. Oh, and not like skin graft. What's that? You said grafting.
0: So I was like picturing some kind of skin grafting.
2: Well, That's mag next. grafting. Yep. Yeah, so uh so now I got this big ol' axis mag and I've got an axis with a super skinny barrel that probably heats up after four rounds and uh this is <laughs> not super useful. But they you, have heavy barrel Axis. They do. I do they do. I've seen the twenty two
0: two fifty heavy barrel and the three oh eight heavy barrel and the two two three heavy barrel. They're and like hens six, teeth. Six five Creedmoor heavy barrel. Don't care. Man bun. Guys who wear shirts like you're wearing shoot six five Creedmore. Oh well then I'm gonna get it because you have to. <laughs> yeah. and that ring just screams six point five Creedmore as well.
4: <laughs> Do we have some guts reach? <laughs> Never mind.
2: Anyway, so uh <laughs> yeah. Maybe 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 a heavy barrel axis six five or three oh eight will be get matched up with this guy. I'll sell my other one with the mag I get from that. Right. And then you, or so, you go so does hunting does it hold 20 rounds? Oh yeah, it holds 20 rounds. Yeah. Nice. It's uh, close to 21, but it just that top one was Not just wants quite. to pop out. Yeah, yeah. Uh or like uh for for you hunters out there, you just take a, you buy a box of ammo, you load this up and you're good for 20 years. Basically. Pretty much. Shoot a deer yeah. every year and uh just unload it to pull the mag out, put it on the shelf. Still loaded. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, it was a it was a very uh a very useful thing I did here.
0: <laughs> fun, though. It was fun. And it it was fun. Yeah. I it's
2: just... so useful, in fact, that you're considering buying a whole new gun just for that mag. Mm. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've bought a gun because I had like a part for it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Captain, Andy, <laughs> Captain Andy's
0: already got some leftover stag parts. And he's like, now I see. Now I understand mm. how this happens. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> what am I going to do you with that one part? Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, one of the Trevors, I think is saying that IBI makes a barrel for the Axis.
4: The better Trevor. Oh, hmm. Oh,
2: interesting. Interesting. Yeah, oh, I probably do. Interesting. About that. Uh, let's see. What else do you? Uh, hey, there was this uh, high capacity magazine that got out. So I, I I didn't want to start talking about it until it like until the magazine was officially out. But I think it's officially out, and I'm in there.
3: Yay! I know that guy. Yeah.
2: Doing some three gun stuff, talking about three gun and whatnot. That's neat. Cool.
4: Yeah. So you have some pretty good photographers. Just, that's not
0: the most flattering angle of Adriel I've ever seen.
4: The butt? His face? But I, oh,
0: I,
2: I put that one back. in there on purpose. Why? I thought my butt looked great. Come on, Trevor. You're hurting <laughs> my feelings here. You, uh, But in that position,
0: like ready to receive, like it's <laughs> awful, man. Like, of
2: all the poses, you're really hurting my feelings thank god you don't have any (laughs) true uh i ordered a a wk 180c brass deflector so there's two versions of this now there's a 45 dollar one which is really nice it's really nice it looks really well who makes uh, this i I must google it Uh, ebay you don't need to google it go on ebay uh there's a 20 dollar one now so these are all 3d printed right this guy's 3d printing this one 20 bucks plus five dollars shipping hooked me up, so I ordered one of them. Why because it deflects the brass, and I don't have to your put brass the mag already being deflected. What are you going on about? It flips back and it hits. So I've got the Magpul Type One uh rail cover covering that slot, uh, which has been working just fine. Uh, but this is a brass deflector, it's going to get that brass out of there better and it- cover that slot and not come off. Because sometimes that magpul stuff might like loosen up
0: and get the brass out of there more gooder. Have you had a malfunction related to no brass
2: deflector? No, not okay. so, not whatsoever. No, it's right, but, it's $20. but I'm gonna get it anyways because 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, and then I'm getting ready for my first three gun match of the year, it's happening this Saturday. It's gonna be muddy <laughs> and uh, yeah, fun. So, uh, yeah, but I'll talk about the belts later. Kelly, what about, uh, what about you? What have you been up to?
4: What have Ken. I been up to? I went to the Toronto Sportsman Show on Saturday. I was at the CCFR booth. We had a lot of people stopping by, listeners as well that stopped by and said, hey, Kelly. And I said hello to them. Uh, <laughs> some of them actually even came by just specifically to say hello. Uh, Saturday was extremely busy. We were like at times, you know, five, six people, even... I don't know, maybe fifty people in the booth, so it was it was kind of crowded. Uh, Those
0: numbers it, are like five or six or fifty, like
4: well, five or six people deep.
0: Oh, jeebus. <laughs>
4: but there is like fifty people, sixty people in the booth, and everybody wanted like we had t-shirts and patches and stickers and all kinds of stuff that we were both selling and giving away. Everybody wanted all all the swag. And I was the person that was doing all the transactions, both with money and debit cards and credit cards. I was rocking. It was busy. Uh, Tracy and Rob were both there. So we had a lot of people stopping by just to get their pictures taken, to say thank you, shaking hands. And uh, um, it was really nice to to see everyone because everybody was saying thank you very much to the CCFR for all the work that we've been doing, especially with C71 recently. So it was nice to see. Uh, what else? Yesterday we released for Maple Seed. I posted it both on, uh, well, on all of our social media. If you go on to our website, you can get a hoodie that is a fundraiser right now for Project Maple Seed. And, yes, it says we put the fun in the fundamentals. I think we stole that from the Furlatchee Crew, didn't we? Um, yes, I copyright infringement, uh, trademark.
3: <laughs> come on, yeah, I saw that. Seven. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I didn't even think about Wait, it. Wait, we don't put the fun I didn't in.
3: No, right, we don't put the fun in fundamentals. We, we put, put the mental, mental fundamental fun back in fundamentals. Oh, see, That's didn't, right. But so it's okay. They can have the fun. We're having the mentals. That's right.
4: Okay, you guys are mental. We are Perfect. mental. For $50, you can purchase the plus shipping. You can purchase the hoodie and it'll go and half the proceeds or the proceeds go to supporting us. So uh, that's awesome.
2: Do you guys sell bunny hugs as well?
4: Yes, we do mm-hmm. sell bunny hugs for those of you in uh, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. Is it Alberta or Saskatchewan? That
0: you say in What's a bunny
3: hug?
4: A freaking hoodie. They're the only place that calls it a bunny hug.
3: So it's just a hoodie, but they called it a bunny hug. Yeah. Uh we we used to call them a
0: kangaroo. Oh,
4: something. we did.
0: Yeah, remember that? They were yeah. called kangaroo something.
4: Yeah, but bunny hug. No, they're a hoodie. Just a hoodie.
0: Yeah, in the nineties, they turned into a hoodie.
4: Yes. Okay. Uh, lock it on me.
2: Uh. Okay. Yeah.
4: So, coat of arms. I got my new coat of arms hoodie, and this is the whiteout one. You can buy this one, plus, there's an air one as well. And if you take a picture of it and post it on their Facebook group, uh, social media of any sort, they will enter you into a draw where you can win a gun of some sort. All kinds of different uh, um, sponsors are donating. You can even win a BCL, apparently. Um, a lot of Sponsors are donating guns. So the Whiteout. Speaking of coat of arms, I saw the publisher. So coat of arms also does the TV show, but they also do the High Capacity magazine
1: mm-hmm.
4: that Adriel was in. I saw Corey Levitt at the Toronto Sportsman show as well. He is the editor for uh, for High Capacity magazine. He said that he's going to be coming on the show soon.
0: Yep. Is that right, April eleventh, I believe. Cool.
4: Right. So him, as well as uh, his partner in crime, uh, Dave Hopkins, are going to be coming on. Um, but I was talking to Corey about the Whiteout Out um, giveaway, the Whiteout t-shirts, sweatshirts giveaway. He said that it's been extended. It's been so popular. He doesn't have a cutoff date yet. So, can, you know, buy your your hoodie or your sweatshirt or your hat, post the picture, and then you can maybe win a gun. I say do it. I'm going to do it later this evening. I got to see Dan Demers from Nanook as well at the Toronto Sportsman Show. Lucky bum! I know, eh? So I meant Dan. Oh, oh, well, thank you. Because he got
2: to meet you. <laughs> you're famous. He gets to see me people all the time. know you. People should people show up and you're like, I don't know who these peasants are, but they're addressing me by my first name. Right? They are not allowed to. It yeah. is a
4: little weird when they say, "Hey, Kelly," and I'm going. Uh hi, do I know you? Oh yeah, I listen to Slamfire. Okay. Uh, but uh yeah, Dan, I see him all the time. I see him quite a bit. He's a really, really nice guy. He's probably one of the nicest guys in in, in the
0: industry, industry. Hands down. Yeah, yep. Amazing guy.
4: Super he's always smiling. I don't know if that guy ever has a bad day, like seriously. No. Uh, but he gave me a new Nanook nano case. This is a net. I don't know, remember where I put it. I've got
0: so many nano cases I can't keep track of them.
4: I know. So I stopped by and I said hi to him. I told him that I was still waiting for mine. uh, My orange one. But he said, just hold on a second. got something for you. So he went and got me one of the little nanos. It was black. It's brand new. And I said, oh, this is slim. I said, it's black. It's slim and sexy. (laughs) Slimming. And he said, well, it's not see-through and it floats. So one guy said that I can put all my weed in it now. I'm going, okay. (laughs) How big is it? It's it's hold it up. Big that'll, never
0: hold, that'll never hold all your weed. <laughs> you need the 935.
4: Personal use. Uh, I said I didn't really think about that. Dan said I didn't either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not a marketing angle we're going for, but yes, it's true. <laughs> That's way too beefy of a of a
2: container for weed. Come on.
4: It floats. So take it out. Weed, weed
2: in a baggy floats.
4: Oh, <laughs> okay, but speaking of weed in a bag, no, that's not right. Speaking of nanos, I wanted to tell you guys about this. I didn't know. Do you guys know that this this month's challenge for Project Maple Seed? This is what you get to win. Nice. It, yeah, we're giving away the nano. Uh, uh, sorry, the Nick Nano. So go download the download the challenge. Go and shoot it, and then somebody will win it. I'm is it the
2: it snowflake play. one?
4: It is a snowflake. We're shooting snowflakes.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good uh, challenge. I it's very of difficult. Of- <laughs> there's lots of small targets. you got to hit them from prone.
4: It, it, it is very difficult. Because snowflakes are hard to hit. Um, <laughs> There's one last thing I wanted to tell you guys about. Uh, as I was coming home today, I there was a box at the door, and... We got 100 copies of this. This is from Ryan Kleckner. He is a shooter down the U.S. He sent us this thing. Uh, it's books. Uh, it was coordinated with one of our, our Maple Cedar instructors. He, uh, he said, there's this guy. He writes adult books on shooting, but he also writes kids' books. So they sent us 100 copies for our kids' youth program. It's called There's Only One You, a gun safety book uh, for children. So, Ooh. it's all about gun safety for children. And I'm just going to let you know right now, I am going to be sending the first copy down to Matthew and Jewel. So, for Violet.
3: Oh my Aww. God, it is
4: awesome!
3: That's cute. Yeah.
4: So, we're going to give one away to all of the kids. It's not something that's suitable for, you know, 13 or 14 year olds, but mm-hmm. 10 and under. I think 10 and under, they'd like it. Uh, and Violet, I'm going to send her one too. That's it. I'll
2: she read it to her every night. Violet can't read yet, Kelly. I, I can while well, Jewel Matthew
4: can. Matthew and Jewel. I'm sure that Matthew will. Add I'll to read
3: it, it to her on YouTube. That's a great idea, actually.
4: <laughs> Matthew will add to it. See? There's a Marlin right there. You can.
2: Yeah, that's can the papoose right there. I can tell.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs>
4: so, okay. I thought it was cool.
2: Is that kid going to go whack some gophers with it? You I, bet. Darn right. My kid is, that's for sure.
0: Cool. Okay. And Anything else, Kelly? No, oh, that's it. All right, let's jump into the news. Who wants to take the first one?
2: Yeah, New Zealand's going to ban... Uh, going to, um, the, like, legislation's okay. going... Have, they, have. I th- they said they're going to they, they did it in the order in council this morning at three o'clock. Oh well, it's done then. Okay, well they're they banning their their word for what they're banning is uh here. Let me kill, let me take it off and kill you, Kelly. There, their word for what they're banning is military-style semi-automatics. Uh yep. but it's just like any any semi-automatic, basically, because basically any
3: any any magazine fed, detachable magazine fed semi-auto, basically, yes. is what's been banned. Yeah. And they have some interesting wording where if it holds, if the magazine holds more than five rounds or appears to be able to hold more than five rounds, they can't do extensions like we can here. They yeah. can't just pin a mag. The mag has to be physically cut and welded or whatever. They took that so from Australia. They got yeah. it way worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Australia does the same thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. So they're going to so, do a buyback. So- they're buying back something like $200 million worth of guns. And uh, actually, we didn't even say why. Like, okay, so uh, after our last yeah. show, uh, yeah. uh, same day, there was a mass shooting in New Zealand where fifty people died, and uh, and this is New Zealand's responses to ban it all. Yeah,
3: ban ban the things that it, take the things away from the people that didn't do it. That's right. That's what that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. silly. Now yeah. the thing is, I was reading an article where they said that. Within hours or within days, they had seventy thousand signatures in a petition saying please take away our semi autos.
4: People were turning them on already.
3: People were turning them in. So that they
2: trumped. No, no, seventy thousand were turning them in, but that's how many they got in this on the petition. Like where like that. So they, country... they tracked how many people gave in. Thirty people gave in their guns out of
0: No, this is a thing you do. My neighbors had a child out of wedlock, so I got a vasectomy. It's never happened since. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't. I
3: don't. But
0: I also cut up my credit card in an effort to prevent credit card fraud. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, like the the CBC had a an article where some farmer turned in his gun. It's like, but that just (laughs) looks like
3: somebody who wanted some attention. Yeah, like the guy in the United States after the uh, Vegas
0: shooting, he chopped the barrel into the AR-15, creating an SBR.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) dummy. Um, so here's the thing we talked about this when Jordan was on gun laws that exist are only as effective as the people responsible for administering them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: this guy did not get his gun law his gun there was a problem with the process he had a
2: a class A in Australia which apparently was easy to get and then in New Zealand they just gave him a class A because he had that in New Zealand so apparently there was some enforcement issues
4: here Yeah. yeah
2: If you go through the proper channels in New
0: Zealand, they actually conduct a home interview with you. Right. Yeah. And that wasn't done. So, yeah. So, there was... it's
3: great that the that the government failed. Yeah. And, and so, their result, response can... is, instead of, let's beef up our, our securities. Or just he, do no, it right. No, let's just take away all the guns. Instead yeah. of doing it right, we'll just take away all your guns.
0: Yeah. This is our fault. We dropped the ball and let this guy have a license. Yes. Yeah, so so give us all your guns. Obviously, you have to give us your guns now.
2: Because we screwed up.
4: That's
0: right. I mean, like like the the, our government. our
2: risk is that that'll happen in Canada. We've we've talked about it before that the the enforcement of the law is not great here in Canada. That they're they're not enforcing stuff that's already on the books that's in place that they could, um, and instead they're going to throw more laws at it to right. solve a problem that it could be solved already with the existing laws in place.
0: Yes and no. We, you and I, and Kelly and Matthew all know. That you can have all the laws in the world you want, it doesn't matter. A criminal is going to do what a criminal is going to do. Criminals are called criminals because, by definition, they don't obey the laws. You can have all the gun laws in the world you want. You can take all the guns from the law-abiding citizens the way that you want. If someone wants to commit a mass shooting, they're, they're not going to go through legal channels to acquire their firearms to do it. So the gun mass laws. Mass killing,
2: right? So, like, if, if someone's going to do a mass killing and, and guns are a, a tiny yeah, but bit we're talking of a about guns the gun. and I mean, yes, if someone's a mass method. killing. Yeah, someone wants to do a mass
0: killing. They'll uh, rent a rider truck, uh, run people and, over in a crowd, and they will. No, they will get some fertilizer, and they will Timothy McVeigh the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. uh, um, building. I mean, they so, could do
3: that too. But yeah, they could literally just drive into a crowd as well. Though I mean, yes. like that's the thing. Like they're, they're you just need a driver's license. Yep. Well, let's take away all the trucks then. Don't want people getting run over.
0: You don't see them doing that though, do you? No. Which is exactly what. Let's say. The Simpsons made fun of this the time that they the aliens took over and they got rid of all the guns. Yep. And then Mo chased them away with a board with a, a nail in it. And they were like, "Pretty soon they'll have a board with a nail so big they'll destroy themselves." Yeah. You know, it just goes to show, like, if you take away the guns, they'll use the the white
2: vans. Well, and and. uh uh, one of the other news pieces in here so they're they're going to take away all the military style semi automatics which is all the semi automatics uh, essentially they've got some 22s that they'll be allowed to keep um but in Australia the the response to a shooting in New Zealand was a call for a ban on military style bolt action and uh, lever action rifles Australia's been so trying to get rid of slipped. those. yep yeah. i mean so Australia's
3: trying to get rid of all the guns
2: yeah but I mean, that's the that's the direction that things end up going if you uh, if you get rid of the military style semi. So, mean, like, I, I I can see some of the farmers and some of the uh, sportsmen out there. They're like, oh, we don't need those. We'll just hunt with our bolt action rifles and our pump shotguns and that kind of thing. But yeah. they don't realize that's next. That's, that's the next. Thing. That's the thing that yeah. Oh, rapid. The pump action shotgun is a rapid fire firearm. You mm-hmm. have to get rid of that. That's and sorry. the bolt action is a repeater. And it's military style too. Remington, oh, Remington that's 700. That's a that's an M21 or an M24, right? So that's here's a, what
3: it's going to end up being: if 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 the government says, okay, fine, you're allowed to continue to hunt. what it's going to end up being is single, single shot, shot smoothbores.
0: Well, I was thinking that, at least that, a, a single shot, um, small caliber rifle and a single shot crack
3: action. Yeah, single shotgun. shot smoothbore. So like Kui 84. It's going to be all that's left. Maybe, maybe the Kui uh, thirty nine, the single shot. Uh, well, no, it's bolt action, Trevor. Can't do that.
0: Oh right, bolt. Bolt going to have you... to
3: be going to have to be a break action as well.
0: Could we at least have rifled? Well, I don't
3: know. No, I see. I think they're going to just say no, 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 no. Rifling Two improves stronger. your accuracy long distance, and and that's a sniper. You can't do that. Anyways, it's going to be, uh, be shot. And, and in fact, I, I think in rural China. That is one of the things. They they are allowed to hunt in rural China, I think, and they are allowed smooth-bore shotguns, and that's it. Now, I could be wrong on that, but it's something I read somewhere mm, that, once shan-
2: Depends on the area. I've, I've seen some video from some guys in China they are using other stuff out there as oh, okay. well. Yeah, probably, yeah, you're probably right. Probably, I mean, China's not
3: that big, but it's kind of big, right? So, Am I the only
2: one
0: that feels funny supporting a firearms industry in a country that doesn't allow civilian ownership?
4: No, you're not the only one that feels that way.
0: Because like a lot of cool rifles are made in Japan. There's zero civilian ownership in Japan. Yeah. Yep. A lot of are. I mean, a lot of us love Narinko products, and not a lot of civilian ownership. Like it's ridiculous that the government allows industry to produce guns for other countries, but won't let their own citizens have them. So they recognize the value
3: of firearms as a commodity. As a commodity. But, but they know that it's too dangerous in the hands of their own civilians. They don't care about the, the country here, though. They don't care if we all kill each other over here in North America. In fact, it would be easier for them to dominate us in the you know, next 10 years or whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's going yep. to hell in a handbasket,
2: boys. Yeah. Well, yeah.
4: well, I, I was... So, uh,
2: as, a, as a Canadian, like the, the issue here is New Zealand's going to a- enact uh, sweeping legislation on this stuff, and people are going to be calling for the Liberals to do the same thing. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and that's, that's how it impacts us here is that they say, oh, well, New Zealand is doing that. Well, we should do the same thing, or we should do something along the way of that. And it gets us down the slippery, slippery slope of going backwards in time in, in firearms technology that we're allowed. I mean, semi-autos have been around for more than hundred years. Uh, it's a more convenient way of loading a firearm. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, I think that if this, if this continues and this goes to, to Canada, we'll, we'll see a similar thing out here. Yeah. see some well, that's, trumped that's the, up definition of uh of what an assault weapon is well that's what uh, the that liberals
3: are already saying they want to get rid of the they, they're saying that they want to get rid of all they're playing they're
2: saying oh, they're playing footsie on this they're like, oh well we've considered everything up to and including a, ban, a full ban on handguns and, and assault weapons which is what they've right. said but yeah. they haven't actually said what they're going to do. They haven't even right. actually given a hint towards it, even though they're months overdue on this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. They'll they'll probably pull it up as a, a federal uh election thing, right? Yeah. Try to, try to distract people away from this uh corruption and uh uh scandal with uh, uh bribery and whatnot, right? Yeah. Mm. All right. Next news item. Uh did you put that in too, Adriel? I just thought it was a I thought it was a funny well, uh, title and everything. Yeah. Um 22 bullet found in Fossgate, uh York. And it's, is it a 22 bullet? It's yep. a cartridge. It's a cartridge. Yeah. Uh yeah, anyways, uh, uh someone found a uh a, a round 22 of 22 room. ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, they called the police. Yeah, called the police and uh there was this big hubbub about uh it's 22. in safe
4: storage now. It was
2: not in safe storage. It was on the street.
4: No, it is now. Oh, it They've is now.
2: Okay. They it's didn't detonate bomb. it on, on location? They didn't get one of those nope. bomb robots and, and like <laughs> blow it up in one of those <laughs> put on block th- just to get rid of one <laughs> little cartridge? Yeah.
4: No, but there is a picture of the guys you know, kneeling beside the spot where he found the bullet. I found yeah. a bullet
3: here. It was
4: dangerous.
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Maybe it was used in a murder... <laughs> It was a cartridge. It, it, yeah, this is uh, well, a cartridge. Yes, yes. it goes. was just a casing.
1: No, no, no it was an actual full it it, it cartridge. cartridge. Yeah, full yeah. cartridge.
3: Tim yeah. Stark
0: said he was unloading items into a, the Moore Music Store where he works in Fosgate yesterday morning when he spotted what he believed to be a live twenty-two bullet glaring in a puddle. Oh, Ooh, glaring in a puddle! It was God. an angry bullet. Yeah. <laughs> He said he immediately called the police, who came and took it
3: away. <laughs> oh, I have no idea what it was
0: doing that. there. He said,
3: "What? This is ridiculous!" Like, Waiting are, to go are, off. Are, are, have we gotten this far in society where somebody is scared to pick up a stupid cartridge and go, "Well, uh, maybe a kid will swallow that. No, maybe I'll throw worse, that in the garbage."
2: Well, this is the UK. You. Pinky up, pinky up. When you when you pick up pick up the ammo with pinky up.
0: Oh, Fosgate York. I thought this was yeah. New York. Oh, this not is hilarious. New York, regular old so, York, old York, right? Old, old York. So Matthew, the original not only, York. Not only is it bad enough that the sight of a mere round of ammunition causes police to be called, that's bad. Yes, but it made the news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. this is
3: the real problem. That is a problem. It really that, is. Like, you
0: have nothing going on. If this makes the news, a man saw a round of ammunition and called the police. Really? You want me to run? What you're fired? Get out of here, Peter Parker. Like what, what are you doing? Oh God. Anyway. All right. So the next story we already covered. Um, The next story though, this one breaks my heart. Go ahead, Adriel
2: Hudson uh, makers of the H nine pistol. They are bankrupt. Yep.
0: So a little bit of background on this. It started off, um, for myself anyway, and a lot of listeners, we heard that Hudson was in trouble when they were in no show at SHOT Show. So because they weren't at SHOT Show and there was a lot of questions being asked, how come you're not at SHOT Show? They put out a press release saying that it would be financially irresponsible to use money to go to SHOT Show when we're dealing with a lawsuit. So they outsourced a couple of parts of the pistol, namely the magazine catch or release and the extractor. These parts were not manufactured to their, um,
4: specifications. Uh,
0: no, not their specifications to their satisfaction and Fine. they were failing. Um, and so a lot of the guns were coming in for warranty work for these two parts. Uh, we have a, a, a friend of the show who has one and he's having an issue with the mag catch being out of spec. And actually Ke- Kelly, I apologize. You're right. Some of the parts were not made to specification, And it was determined that the tooling used to mill the mag catches was worn. And so the mag catches were out of spec and mags were falling out of the gun. So Hudson told the company, we're not going to pay you until you correct this problem. And the company said, no, that's not how it works. We're going to sue you. And if you were um, sued in the United States, It's not. It's it's no joke. It's not like up here in Canada. Thankfully, we don't sue each other every day like some other people in other countries do. I listened to a comedy podcast, and he, the host of the comedy podcast, was involved in a lawsuit. The lawsuit never made it to discovery. Okay, it it got thrown out. But guess how much it cost just to get thrown out?
2: Take a guess. Hundred. Oh no, no, no! Five, five, ten grand. Thirty six. Thirty six grand. (laughs) $36,000 Thirty-six thousand exactly. dollars. Thirty-six
0: <laughs> thousand dollars just to get the lawsuit thrown out. They didn't even make it to the discovery stage. Mm-hmm. So you can well imagine something as big as what Hudson was going through, where I believe the lawsuit against Hudson was in the hundred thousand, hundred and thirty thousand range. So,
2: well, you know, Ian, Ian from Forgotten Weapons mentioned something about uh, that. That's that's one. He part. did a video. The other part was. Uh, they made an aluminum framed version and he was like, oh, the aluminum frame version is way better. I'm going to buy one of those. They weren't ready to start making the aluminum frame version. They were making the steel frame version. So, Some of the demand and some of the purchases that would have been made and helped with oh, no. cash flow stopped because people were waiting for the quote-unquote better version uh, because they released it at SHOT Show. So, They might have shot themselves in the foot by releasing something a little bit too early and Reducing the demand for their pistol that was already in production. Hmm. This is this is uh, it's a sad day
0: in the firearms industry because I truly do believe that the Hudson H9 was a um, revolutionary design.
3: It was uh, one of the new pistols that actually did something cool. Yes. Yeah. It, it was. It was actually a good design. It was.
0: Yeah. Very well said, Matthew. It wasn't just change for the sake of change. This yeah. was a change that made sense and was going to make for a really good pistol.
2: Well, someone else will scoop them up. Like they'll. Well, they'll, is it
0: not? Yeah, hopefully it's not too late. But if if it can, can never they, be too late, some someone will just... get
2: get the leftovers, and with the leftovers, they'll do something. And something is selling the design to someone who will who will produce it. Right. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Can Hudson uh, sell the patent to
0: you know somebody.
2: Well, hopefully they'd have more than the patent. Hopefully they'd have the patent, some of the design, some of the tooling, some of like all this other stuff that a, yeah. another company would need to take it. Because if you imagine one of the bigger gun companies picking this up and then starting to produce it, they could do a better job of it, right? Maybe they could uh, produce more. Maybe they could produce have at to outsource cost. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'd have more control over quality. Like imagine Ruger picked that up or something like that. Right. Yep. Good to go. Yeah. It would turn out blocky and ugly. Well, it's, they've already got the design, so it'd be Ruger's Ruger knowledge would, in mim yeah. parts and and cast parts that would uh, that would really come to come into play there, mostly mm-hmm. cast. Yeah,
0: this is the thing. Maybe they had the people who were milling these extractors and and uh, uh, magazine releases. Maybe they had no um, experience in firearms parts. So,
2: yeah, but anyway, there's maybe... some stuff that can that can, that can have tolerance, and some stuff that can't. Right.
0: So maybe, Adriel, you could post in the show notes a link to uh, Forgotten Weapons video on this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. And the next item we already discussed: FRC is no longer the distributor for BCL. Mm-hmm. And there were more Senate hearings on C seventy one. Anything noteworthy? What? Okay. That see, it's, was. An it's in italics. An italics? I'm not supposed yeah. to read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that italics. The... Yeah. I
3: see the slant. Drive. you you got to slant it. Yeah. yeah. Is there
0: anything else for news? Oh. Okay. New gun stuff. Uh, Newsflash,
3: Wolf- Trevor forgets what italics means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put that in italics. Wolverine is blowing out smoke grenades. Sweet.
2: Yeah, so if you want one of them, they got them for cheap. Cool. You know, what for IPSC matches and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> gophers. For smoking gophers out of their holes. That's a great Does idea. Does that work? Is that a thing? Uh, I haven't ever used that kind of smoke grenade. Can we but try it? But I've used other smoke grenades and water. Like as, as kids, one of the things that when my cousins would, uh, would get us to do is you give each kid like two pails and they go to the river or whatever, and they get some water and they pour it down the gopher hill till the gopher comes up and then you shoot it or get a dog on it or <laughs> whatever other savage things. I did a the pail of water.
1: <laughs> and,
2: yes. uh, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to say this one, uh, will punched one. You he know punched Will? one. He Will punched,
0: punched, punched a gopher uh, and killed it. Yeah, uh-huh. and he killed punched it? a gopher to death. Yes,
2: yes. This is something that happened. I was like I don't Wait, know. I, I, I have need been like to punch
3: a groundhog to death in order to like. I don't think you could.
2: You have to I don't drop think I could kick it's, like,
3: it's like punching a cinder block. Yeah,
0: <laughs> drop kick it. That makes more sense. Okay, let's hear it. Why did
2: how, how did this happen? How did Will punch a gopher to death? Uh, so like this is many years ago. When was it hanging off these nuts? Nope, it was. Uh, we were pouring water into one of the holes, and the yeah. dogs were not doing their things. And some of the other kids had sticks, and they weren't paying attention. And this gopher popped up, and he's like, "There, there, pop!" <laughs> <And> <laughs> punched it against the hole. <laughs> oh, I saw it. I saw. I saw it happen. Not my own punched, two eyes and face. the gopher into the hole and uh, and killed it. <laughs> Will wins. I'm sorry, he wins. There's you know that know... thing where the the gophers
0: pop up, and you bump them on the head yeah, with the whack-a-mole. mallet.
3: Yeah, wow. he nailed it. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: I'm not really sure we should be laughing at this, which is why I'm enjoying laughing at this. Hand to hand
2: combat with gophers is,
0: yeah, man. Once it was
3: coming right at him.
0: What choice? Self defense. Yeah, he could have been killed. Uh, he could have got the monkeypox or whatever, though. That's uh, yeah. He was uh,
3: vaccinated against that. It's okay.
0: So, Tenda has the MMP 1522 Sporter on for 329 So, you buy it and you immediately send it back for a recall.
2: Excellent. Perhaps. Yep. <laughs> That's very inexpensive.
4: Yeah. That's I was going to say. I've
2: seen it for a long time.
4: Yeah. That's because okay.
0: CTC
2: has build your own Glock. What's that about, Adriel, hey, You so, put that in? Yeah. CTC has all non Glock parts enough to build a Glock, not a Glock, a fake Glock. So yep. you could use a polymer 80 lower lone wolf stuff on the top. They've got a couple of selections on slides. They've got enough stuff where it's like, um, uh, uh had one of those AR builders where it's like you, you clutch stuff from together from all sorts of different manufacturers. Now you can do the same thing with, uh, uh, CTC supplies, build like your own race Glock.
0: Now this, this 80%, where are we with the 80% Glock frames now? Um, are they, Required to serialize it and verify it and register it
2: before they sell it to you now? Well, uh, these are finished lowers. Like they're Polymer 80, but they're finished. Um, okay. So they're yeah.
0: already on the books. They're already serialized.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. They, they also should... have the, the Hudson H9. Oh, yeah. So if you want a piece of history? They, they have one for sale. More than one. I don't know. They're in inventory.
0: Piece of history. Somebody out there. You know who can make a new extractor for this? Captain Andy? Some, I was going to say someone with a CNC machine, mm-hmm. which he doesn't have, but it's only a matter of
2: time. Paperclips. He's a MacGyver with steel. He can make it happen. Yeah, I man. see what he did that in Enfield. hmm
0: Yeah. And it's our buddy that has the um, one with the mag release that's an issue. I bet he's going to do it. He's going to do there it. Go. He's going to mill a new mag release for that thing and then Cerakote it. All right. Canada Ammo. What do they got going on?
2: They've got uh, both 303 Brit and 8mm Mauser for about a buck around. Uh, Now, what vintage is this? This is new, old? Uh, The 303 Brit is steel-cased, so it's new production uh, from China, I'd imagine. The 8mm Mauser is ancient. It's I think it's like lock they out. said it was 1939 stuff. They're they're Ooh. doing pull down with it. They're changing the the uh, yes. primers on them for a non corrosive yep. primer, which is cool. Yep. Uh, and then you get this eight uh, millimeter Mauser round for pretty inexpensive. I think they're like a buck ten each. That's super inexpensive for eight millimeter Mauser. It is. So you get a case at 240 for 270. <laughs> That's super reasonable. Uh And you can reload the brass afterwards, I think. Are they reloadable? I don't know if this is an actual picture. This is newly manufactured stuff. No, it's pulled down. Really? Because it looks so clean and new. Yeah, looks great. Russian captured ammo produced in Germany in 1937-1938. Oh, there it is. Primers have been replaced with a non-corrosive primer. Apparently, these were produced for the Romanian Air Force. No head stamp. These have been around for a little while. Two hundred grain bullet, yeah.
0: Big so if you got a K ninety eight, you're after, you're all about this then.
2: Oh yeah, this like this would be the cheapest way to shoot a uh, like an older Mauser. Yep.
0: Hmm. Interesting, but I would not want anything to do with this Brit stuff though.
2: Uh there you know, Cabela's every once in a while they get that rem- the UMC three hundred three ammo for right around twenty bucks per twenty as as well, and that's brass case. So I w- mm-hmm. I would get that stuff on sale rather than the steel case stuff. I reached out to a bloke on the range
0: to see if he would come on our show to, to do a Lee Enfield episode. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's he been on with Ian and uh, another guy who they shoot Lee Enfields, actually, believe it or not, in the manual division in IPSC
2: rifle matches. I didn't know this was a thing. There's a well, manual division in IPSC? In IPSC rifle, rifle yeah. Oh, huh. yeah yeah unless you really got into the
0: minutia of ROing and stuff and or you know when you become an IPSC RO you're supposed to be an RO for all division all disciplines mm-hmm. not just pistol but since primarily we focus on pistol that's primarily what the instructors focus on but in the level 1 RO class there's an exam on shotgun there's an exam on rifle when you get mm-hmm. into the nitty-bitty nitty-gritty of the rifle discipline you will see that there is in fact a manual division yes
2: Mm -hmm.
0: cool yeah very cool and even cooler that some guys are actually shooting the sport of IPSC with number 4 mark 1s what (laughs) yeah so anyway um, we'll see what he says Um, but uh, one of the things they were talking about was uh, some of the S&B 303 British is not bad and then there's some Australian 303 British I can't remember what code it is but anyway um, I love they did a whole video on Leanfield myths and rimlock is a North American phenomenon, apparently. They hmm. it's not a not a thing over there because apparently they know how to lo- load a charger correctly and they use ammo that's in spec. So rimlocks aren't, aren't a big problem over there. So
2: cool. What's next? Uh yeah, Canada. Ammo, they also have some non corrosive 762 by 39 for 349 per thousand. That's also cool. pull down stuff. Um, oh, it's not
0: the it's not the um Oh, it is Dominion.
2: Yeah, it's pull down. So they're, pull, they're down? pull down. Yeah, pull down components on it. Which, uh, for, for anyone, any listeners who don't know what pull down is, uh, they start with a round that's a steel case. It's got a, a bullet and powder and, and a corrosive primer. They take it all apart. They take that corrosive p- primer out. They put a non corrosive primer in and then they put it all back together. Good to go.
0: Yes, I've done this with 1942. 150 grain, 30-06, out so that when I shoot my ammo on Garand, it looks like I'm shooting 1942 ammo out of it. But unfortunately, the primer I used um, didn't burn the powder. I should have used a Magnum primer because the powder that was in there. Anyway, I'm going to pull it again and dump out the powder and use modern powder because the ones that I tried, none of them would cycle the Garand. So mm-hmm. uh, I may have also left my Garand gear plug in there. Which increases the cylinder capacity by twenty percent. So I may not have had enough pressure to cycle it. But Uh,
2: Adriel, anything else? Uh, Not really. One of the other things that I I, I saw um, just on the range. Have you guys seen those GSG MP forty twenty two clones yet? Yeah, I like them. They're yeah, yeah. For the price, they'd
3: be fun to shoot.
0: But are they all just cheap, plasticky? Like I just look at them like a toy. Mm-mm. No. Uh, did you handle one? No, no, no. I've only seen the internet.
2: Oh so. no, they're they're steel. They're they're like they got some chunk to them. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. They feel legit. Mm. Well, Man. I wouldn't know because I haven't fired an MP40. But no, uh, but I've held them. one. But I oh, did in
3: Call of Duty. That yeah. counts, right?
0: You you've probably Matthew held one at the Machine Gun Museum. Probably. If that was something that you wanted to do when you were there, because it was certainly a thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, apparently they're really cool. Anyways, yeah. Well, oh, that's good. I figured they just would have been cheap and plasticy, like the uh, SG44, or they had that ISSC, yeah, that uh, was, thing so. as well, which was like lightweight and plasticky. But no, apparently yeah, yeah. these are like steel and like heavy, heavy, huh. mm-hmm. which is good.
0: Yeah. yeah, of course, good, just like your shirt. All right, next. <laughs> I can't man, I it's, it's, can't do it. It's so distracting. Um, is our it,
2: uh, Patreon guest coming in on in half an hour? Oh, I better ask him. Which reminds me, oh, me? I'm
3: totally not staying on for the Patreon show, guys.
2: All
3: right, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm having a hard time staying awake as it is.
2: Do you have your belt set up with you, Matthew?
3: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, my belt. It's great.
2: No, because our our main topic is belts.
3: I know. I don't have it with me. It's in the other room. I'm not going to go get it. <laughs>
2: What's holding your pants up right now?
3: my drawstring i got pajama bottoms on oh you can't put a well you could put a holster on one of those
2: yeah i one of them clip on ones yeah
3: yeah yeah Wouldn't no my epsic up. rig uh belt is uh real simple it's just a uh, holster and four pouches the end then i run production so i can't even run them ahead of my hip
2: bone they start at my um, hip bone they go back from there well oh, you're easy. skipping way ahead way too quickly here sorry man well this I mean, is our main I mean, top this is our main topic Belts. And thank
3: you for listening to our main topic.
2: Yeah, uh, behind the hip bone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make sure the gun doesn't fall out of the holster and covers the trigger guard. Basics, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> so, uh, like here in Canada, why would you even get a gun belt? I'm going ahead why? with the main topic, by the way, Trevor. Yeah, go oh, ahead. We're, we're, doing we're getting into it. I yeah. got all. Yeah. I got. I got like three why? belts here that I'll talk about, but not yet. Well, so I mean, why, why get a gun belt in Canada? Because gun, because games.
4: I was going to say that's what holds your holster.
2: It's yeah. games. <laughs> it, it, it's, for com- it's, it's for
3: competitive shooting. We don't, we don't get to carry guns around on our hips, unfortunately. I wish we could, but your we can't. Holster. Hey, I spoke to an Australian today about my trip to Georgia, and I was telling him about the guy who was open carrying. And the end of the discussion ended with him going, yeah, it does kind of sound like it would be a little bit safer with somebody like that around. <laughs> from an Australian yeah. Yeah. as you know I described the gentleman who had the he was a Glock 17 he was open carrying on his hip yeah. in McDonald's I said he was dressed well he it was not like he had camo on and a wife beater like he was he he was he was a respectable looking citizen and he just had a, a, a holstered firearm on his hip and I said to him so like I, like I said to the Australian guy uh, I said uh, yeah it actually kind of made me feel a little bit safer because I knew that if somebody came in to rob the joint. I mean, there was a guy right there who could stop it. Didn't have to wait for the cops to get there in 20 minutes. He goes, yeah, you know, it, it's a good point. As long as it's the, the good guys carrying the guns, I don't have a problem with that. I'm like, "Woo, we got through to an Australian. Sweet. Weird. <laughs> yeah, no, very weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of gun belts, this guy just
2: had a leather belt on. It's no big deal. <laughs> so what what kind of belts are out there right now? Like uh, in, in terms of gun belts that you can get, can you just run them on a, on a regular leather leather belt? Like a good yeah. stiff... You can. Pants belt? God, no. You could. You could, but why would you?
3: No, no, no. no. That's not the question. Could you? You could. Could you? Sure you could.
4: And Trevor would have a meltdown.
3: Well, Trevor doesn't have to. Trevor can do whatever he wants to do there. If you want to go try IPSC or you want to try IDPA or ODPL, and all you have is a thick leather belt and uh, an old Uncle Mike's holster, go try it anyway with what you got. You don't have to go (laughs) buy brand new stuff to go try a sport. Trevor stop being an elite. We want people to be involved in this sort of thing. You don't need special super duper race fancy gear to go out and have fun. If you want to win, that's later on. But to go out and have fun, you just need to be safe. safe. A good Correct. thick, sturdy belt, a holster that covers your trigger guard and then some pouches to hold some mags. I'm kind of
2: with Trevor. I kind of think that you should have a better a better than a, just a a leather work belt to try it out.
3: Like without putting any extra money in it, just to see if you like it. Well, well
2: if you're going to you try it the sport? out, if you, well, uh, sell your handgun because what are you going to do
3: with your well, handgun? Maybe punching Canada.
2: paper with it. No one likes punching paper with like combat handguns. The whole point of them is running around and shooting stuff with them. Like, sure, shoot, I agree with you. Punching but I don't, paper I don't, with I don't, combat handguns
3: I don't presume to assume what everybody else likes to do with their guns. Yeah. That <laughs> anyway, yeah. you can. That's probably not the best idea, but you can.
4: That's yeah. see, Matthew just said that's not the best idea, but you can. Now, thank what's you, better- thank you for repeating that. I wasn't what's, sure if they'd all heard. No. Me. <laughs> okay, Trevor, what <laughs> story? What's a better idea then? So let's say uh, leather belt is not the best. What's the next step? You
3: want step an, an inner outer. You want you want one of them Velcro stick together belts and yeah, Adriel's gonna, yeah there you go well, so I've what it is look. is yeah it it's oh, it's a an it's an inner belt that goes through your belt loops and the outside of this belt that goes through your belt loops is all the hoops on a hook and hoop system i don't know if we're allowed to say velcro without saying trademark every time we so, can save velcro we're not okay, selling good. it hook and loop it it <laughs> It's the furry part that's out that you stick through your belt loops, and then the, the big belt that holds all of your, your holster and your mag pouches is a nice, thick, stiff belt that has all the hooks, the, the scratchy part of the Velcro, and it sticks onto the fuzz, fuzzy part of the Velcro that's already through your belt hoops. That way, you can take your gun belt on and off. Your holster never moves. And your mag pouches never move and you can just put it on and off without having to take your belt loops off or your, your pants off or your, you know what I mean? It's easy peasy. Right.
4: That's and you can what switch you can out get. belts as well. A what? You can switch out the belts as
3: well. And you can switch out
2: your belts fast too. If yep. you're running three gun, you want Absolutely. multiple belt setups. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like some of the, um, so we, we talked about the, the Velcro belts and, and the, I think the ones that we all have are, uh, do you have a Safari land ELS, Trevor? Uh, I do not do not. Uh, like that I, would be the only one that would be like drastic. Well, other than a battle belt. So some of the battle belts out there also use a Velcro inner, but then the, the outside is, uh, is instead of being this one and a half inch, it's got some, like a lot of padding on there and those are comfortable to wear longer during the day. Uh, but they're quite bulky and uh, you'll sweat like nasty on them uh, and on a, on a real hot day. Um, and then the, uh, uh, the Safari land ELS has instead of just like a, a, just a stiff surface, it's got a whole bunch of holes in it. So you can screw a quick attach it, rather than just being a belt. It's actually like all these quick attach points. So you put a plastic piece on there and uh, during a stage you need shotgun caddies you clip your shotgun caddies in there you need your holster you put your holster on you don't need it you can clip it off and take it off and it it's very there, easy to there's... put on and take off stuff yeah blade techs doing that now too though Adriel. yeah they've got their tmms but they went nowhere like you don't Why find not? those you don't uh, i don't know find them wasn't... huh you mean there you can't you can't buy them they didn't catch on or what they didn't catch on no
0: Oh, really? Because like I was going to buy a them, but they're freaking expensive. Yeah. So And, it's and, and so are the Safari some... Land ones. Well, yeah. I think it's less than the Safari Land. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Here, look. It's right here. So you want to put the camera on here for a second?
2: One second.
0: Yeah. All right. So this is the, your tech lock. So a lot of the listeners are familiar with what a tech lock is. So the tech lock goes in your belt like it always did. But instead of the tech lock having a magazine pouch or holster attached directly to it or a dropped and offset hanger attached to the tech lock, you have this adapter piece with a plate. And the plate snaps in and out just like that. So once I pull this plate out, this plate is what I hook my mag pouch to or this plate is what I hook my holster to. So I can put shotgun caddies on this or double uh, pistol mag pouches on this or holster on this. Um, probably what I would use these for would be shotgun caddies versus rifle mags. But yep. I think one of the reasons why I didn't bother with this system adriel was uh, I went to uh, a magazine, a detachable magazine shotgun. So
2: well, and, and that adds a little bit of distance away from your body. Yeah, uh, just a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, an and inch. it
2: costs it costs a lot because it does you're spending a ton of money to, to forty five bucks.
0: 45 bucks before I put a pouch on it. So seriously, I'm going to do $90, $90, $90. It's going to be the world's most expensive three-gun belt.
2: Yeah, but for the ultimate flexibility, that's what some guys run is those Safari Land ELS belts. That gets you... I got a ton of flexibility. And and the nice thing is between your stages, if you if you're heading into a stage where you don't need those shotgun, boop, shotgun caddies come off, rifle comes on. Now you've got them like really accessible. Otherwise, just with three gun, you're uh, you're stuck with room, right? It becomes a, a space problem. With IPSIC, you've just got your your holster and your your pistol mag pouches, but with three gun, you've got pistol mags, rifle mags shotgun caddies take up a ton of space and then you got your stupid holster on there so one of the things that uh, that i do for three gun is i actually choose to have the the uh, spot for my belt where it overlaps uh, kind of at the at the rear right just behind the holster because i need the front for shotgun caddies shot shell caddies up there and i can't have that overlap uh where my other stuff would be in the way right so I mean, but, but whereas on Ipsyc you you just want to put your belt a uh, uh, connection up front where you can easily get to it, right? Because this is a pain in the butt lacing this guy up because you have to do it kind of behind your your back where it's uh, where it's not accessible. This is like this. I weighed this the other night because I was uh, I was actually taking pictures uh, and just kind of sharing with the other guys at on the Chaz Three Gun page. Uh, fully loaded with all the mags in here, this is thirteen pounds. 13 pounds on this belt yeah that's with all the shot shells that's with the shadow 2 which is kind of heavy uh all the mags loaded up and all the you know all the mags on there it's a lot of weight that's why you need a stiff belt as well because oh yeah but you're running you're
0: rocking the double alpha man you got the best belt in the industry so you want to compare and contrast mine now adriel can I show yeah. you like a real oh.
2: crappy one? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is uh, this is like an, an eBay one. I was I was getting it with some other parts, and you can see that, those are empty. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's there's not even anything in there, and and it's just there's just nothing holding it. Actually, uh, on a on a stage with with a lot of shotgun, I'll, I'll I'll throw this guy on instead because this has all the shotgun I need. And if I needed to add it on, you could actually just take something like this and strap it around your chest and uh and it'll be held on right there on top of your nice shirt. No. <laughs> no. Stop.
4: Uh, Adriel, you were ordered that last year. How much was it?
2: Ordered like what bucks. last year? The belt. Oh, yeah, it was I like think it was like 10, 20, 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah. It's not good. So, I would it's... not recommend this belt. I have it set up for this, but this is this is crap. Yeah. Yeah. The shot shell caddies were pretty good though. Yeah.
4: Trevor, what do you got?
2: Um I
0: have, and my three-gun belt. So I've got a Blade Tech. I think this is the signature line. It's the Kydex one, not the folded plastic one. It's a Blade Tech holster, but it's on the Sierra Speed dropped and offset uh, holster or hanger, rather, referred to as the Sierra Speed C-backs. So it's the same hanger they use on their Sierra Speed racer, but with this plate on here, so you can put a Kydex holster on. So I use Kydex for 3 gun. Then, of course, there's my STI Trojan 1911. Um, I'm running G-Code. I got these from Owen and Matthew through Prestige Ventures. This is a G-Code double AR-15 mag pouch. And uh, it's it's cool. I like it. And then I don't have them on here right now because I took them off for... I was going to run a classic major match. So all of my... Where is it? I'm missing... Oh, yeah. So I've got these CR Speed mag pouches on my classic belt. I normally run a couple of CR Speed single stack adapted mag pouches on this belt. So they're currently off because they're on my other belt. But anyway, so I would have a couple of pistol mags in the front. Shotgun mag in the back. And then this is thanks to uh, listener and friend of the show, Chad Gross. Gross? Gross? gross. Chad's last name.
2: Chad. Yeah, Gross.
0: Gross. Okay he's come up with this Kydex clip system that sticks on the side of your shotgun magazine. And that goes over your belt like that. So I'm not sure I got the height correct. Cause I just literally stuck it on tonight, a minute before the show. So I could talk about it on the show, but so I'll do the beer can method. I'll pull the, the mag off of the belt, flip it up and insert it into the gun. So rather than all those shot shell caddies where Adriel does quad loads, I put a pump action um magazine fed shotgun mag on my belt with a clip. You yeah, can two of those get are to
2: go. <laughs> you two can of those get is 20 rounds, right? Pardon? Two of those is 20 rounds. Exactly. So, two of those yeah. is 20 rounds. Plus one in the gun.
0: Mm-hmm. So job. 30 rounds of shotgun. It, you know, I know uh depending on the rule set, it's gonna vary, but I mean a long course of fire in Ipsic for a shotgun, I think, is only 20 rounds. So 10, 10 in the gun and 20 more on the belt you were laughing uh just not sure I gotta check that with chad to see if I've got those at the right height it seems too low but I didn't want to put the clamp any higher up because I didn't know if it was gonna
2: interfere in the magwell or not so well and I think having it higher up like that with more weight low down should keep it from popping off the belt True. maybe. and
0: also not you know pushing in my gut because yeah. I'm obese and gross so that's gonna that's gonna help so so that's my three gun setup, which is uh quite a bit different than yours. Do you want to see how my other belts are set up or what are we doing?
2: Yeah, sure. See one all more. Right.
0: So my classic belt, you'll notice that uh also a kydex holster. This is all an all ghost product. I like the blade tech, but it's hard to dispute this ghost holster because look at look at how much nicer it is. Like, just the aesthetics, um, it's a lot more streamlined. It's a lot cooler looking. But I don't believe it's as sturdy as the Kydex of the Blade Tech.
2: And I mean, they both look like black plastic holsters.
0: Right. But I don't think this one's as sturdy. But it's a lot nicer looking. It's a lot more streamlined. I struggled Mm. with this when I first got it. It it has a lower cut, so apparently you can clear the holster sooner. But my um, magazine catch was hitting on the side on the way out hmm. and I was dropping mags. You see up here, the magazine catches right.
2: Yeah. I had to drumble that out. Yeah.
0: So, um, it's super adjustable. You can adjust the cant away from your body or towards your body. You can adjust just the angle. So, uh, the angle of the grip. So that's parallel to the belt or the muzzle tip forward, whatnot. Uh, all in it's inexpensive. It's, it's well under a hundred bucks with mm-hmm. tax and shipping and everything for, for all of that, where the CR speed Seabax hanger alone is over a hundred dollars, just the yeah. hanger. And then yeah. an $80 Kydex holster to go onto it. Right. So, um, this is a double alpha belt like yours. These are CR speed pouches. Now you look how I've got them set up here. The, um, classic division is like production in IPSC. The first mag pouch has to be behind your hip bone. Mm-hmm. So everything, unlike my open guns or my three gun setups or my PCC, everything is in front of my body. Everything on my classic and my standard gun is behind the hip bone. So the first mag pouch you'll notice is canted back, and that's so when I reach down to get it, I don't have to break my wrist or or, or uh, bend my wrist. It's more ergonomic. The second one is straight, and then the next three, uh, the next two rather, are tipping forward. Again, it's all about. A minimizing movement, no wasted movement in the retrieving the mags. Awesome. So, and then my standard division, which standard divisions just like go as fast as you can, shoot major, just pound the targets. And in this case, this is my raciest gun, right? It's basically an open gun without an optic or a comp. And so it's in a full on race holster. So, if the viewers, if the listeners were viewers right now, they would see that this "quote unquote" holster is a chunk of plastic with a ball bearing and a lock that only covers the trigger guard. The entire dust cover is exposed. The entire grip is exposed. Just the trigger guard is 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 covered, and it has all the same adjustments as the other Ghost holster that has a Kydex. Mag What's holster, that holster? This is a Ghost um, Ultimate, hmm. and they've got another one similar to it that has like a piece for the muzzle like a CR Speed called the One. Yep. This is the Ghost Ultimate. And these are not beginner holsters. They they actually say right on them for expert use only. So I don't know about that. Like, you don't have to be a grandmaster to use this, but you definitely have to be an experienced shooter to use one of these or definitely be very careful in the beginning. Um, yep. Matthew is my RO one time. When I put the gun in the holster, I took my hand off the gun. And when I went to lock it, I knocked it out. And that little fraction of a second there was the difference in a DQ and not. So if the gun hadn't stayed in and would have come right out, I would have been DQ'd. But it stayed in, and then I knocked it out when I when I went to lock it. So got to be careful. And then those mag pouches are ghost mag pouches, and you can see they're in the same orientation as my classic gun. But in this case, I'm running bullets out. Rather than bullet tips forward, so.
2: Yeah, that's, so um, why yeah. the variance between bullets out and bullets forward? Experiment. Um, some guys go bullets out. Um, ben mm-hmm. Stager
0: is the one that kind of started that. And I don't know if he was doing it to troll people, which would be a very Ben Stager thing to do, or if he thought it was actually going to be better, but he has stuck with it. And the idea of bullets out, Adriel, is there's, again, no waste movements. If my bullets are forward like this, watch what I do with my hand? I pull the mag out and then I turn so I can line up with the gun and I insert it. Mm. But if the bullets are out, I don't have to do that extra turn. I just draw the mag and insert it directly into the pistol. I eliminate that turn. It doesn't make a huge difference. Not for an old fat guy like me, but IPSC is a game of milliseconds and seconds. So whatever movement you can eliminate, you're saving time. So that's why that's the theory behind bullets out. Uh, and I, I'm not, I'm not sure it makes a difference for me. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I've, I've got that going. These ones are that's a Bullet bullets forward. forward, and then my other one, yeah. And this, I've, I've done this on purpose because in three gun, you don't have the space, and with uh, bullets out, you get a little bit more space in between exactly. the mags, especially so they, if you're shooting. They can be, if you're shooting single stack, uh, major,
0: and only eight rounds in the mag. You're doing a lot of extra mag changes. So there's guys running
2: like six plus mags. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going bullets out a lot of K at times. Yeah. And with, with three gun, it just allows for more space to grab the mag or tighter uh, tighter on the belt, both of which are, are nice for a three gun. Cool. Um, where do you buy this? Where do you buy a holster? Or uh, uh, not a holster, a belt? Um, I like to go to the, um, the
0: stores that specialize in. Um, action shooting like Freedom Ventures or Double Tap. Those are where I seem to get most of my stuff. There are holsters. You can get all kinds of holsters from the Calgary Shooting Center. Um, Denis, of course, our sponsor, he can get anything that Freedom Ventures carries or Double Tap carries. Um, but, you know, go to the stores that are run by Ipsic people like mm-hmm. the owner of Freedom Ventures. What does he do? Oh, that's right. He's the president of Ipsic Canada. So, obviously, that that business is geared towards the Ipsic product lines. So, yeah. uh,
2: double alpha, MD, however, Gardner. MD Gardner's, yeah, same thing that's right. another
0: one. Yeah. Uh, regional director, or sorry, section coordinator for BC, first regional director of Ipsic Canada. Um, double alpha, I get from double alpha. Hmm.
2: Cool. Yep. Anything else about belts or why don't i to keep moving? Um.
0: Just there's a, there's a different belt for every game, mm. depending on what you're going to do. Your, IDB, your IDPA belt is not your IPSC belt. Your IPSC belt is not your three-gun belt. Well, yeah. and we didn't even talk about cowboy action. Nope. Don't sure. we, uh, we
3: don't <laughs> need to either. Let's oh. just keep it right on going. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my PCC belt is so weird because there's no holster on it. It's weird walking around a match without a holster. You should try
3: holstering that sucker. That'd be awesome. <laughs> get, true. One. get some and, leather. And
0: um, all the mag pouches are run up front like an open. Hmm. So, pretty awesome.
3: Hmm. So, what happens when you have to go prone?
0: Um, same as when you go prone when you're an open shooter. You lay you on your mags. Suck or, it up. Just
2: yeah. re- make sure you load going into going in prone. Yep. So, you don't have to load down there. <laughs> exactly cool yeah you're the host trevor
4: yeah Yeah.
0: oh sorry i was was (laughs) was spending money yeah um all right kelly have you been watching the listener feedback on the youtube
4: oh uh yeah why don't you come back for just a second i'll bring it up because i shut it down here just a second ago Uh,
3: great good good good
0: one. Well, Matthew, why don't you take the first email then while we're waiting for Kelly to get that <laughs> you done? You
3: think I have this show notes up. That's cute. <laughs>
4: uh, okay, so it's just it doing is-
0: to you what you were doing to her. That's all.
4: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome.
1: Look, look what it is
0: in. this? Reversal tonight or something? Yes. <laughs> oh, Let's be cool. nice to Kelly Knight and pick on Angel's oh, cool. horrible shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and ring. And yes. ring. That, <laughs> that <laughs> ring really is distracting. One ring
3: to rule them all. That's no, the no. one there.
4: <sighs> okay. One ring uh,
3: around Adrian the pool is what it is.
4: <laughs> Luky Dan says that the CCFR will be attending the New Brunswick Sportsman Show in Moncton on March 29th, 30th, and 31st. It's also his birthday on the 30th, so go and bring him some cake. Uh and then it's my birthday the next day. And IBI barrels. Yes, they're doing the uh barrels for the access. Uh Corey Johan. He said apparently you don't have to be in New Zealand to sign up uh, for them to get your guns. The Kiwi- Oh, so we were talking about uh, in New Zealand the police coming to get your guns or... What have you? This is apparently you don't even have to be in New Zealand to ask the police to come and get your guns. So you
2: could fill out a form saying. I, so I if need you're on vacation come. or something, you can just be like, "Yo, the keys under the mat. Go get my samis."
4: Yeah, apparently people are. Well, no, you
2: you could say, "Yeah, the, go go to go grab my guns and like put the put some legislator's address in the in the form
4: yes. comfortably <laughs> in Canada." Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, we. Yeah, we actually answered most of this stuff already. Uh, Apparently, Trevor, you quit, rage quit about something again. No, it's the math. You can't do math.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't add uh, five and four equals uh, eight, not nine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah.
2: Son of a diddly. Whatever. Luke Luke was asking about the recovery tactical rail, um, which looks like a plastic thing that you bolt onto your, uh, your 1911. Here, just a second. I'll, I'll, I'll share out what this thing looks like. Oh, yeah. hey, feast your eyes on that. That is weird. It's oh, horrible. What a piece of junk.
4: I, I, just let him... He didn't pay that all that much for it.
0: Oh, he actually bought it? <laughs> That'll <it> look expensive. <laughs> it. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: But, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it makes your 1911 look real weird. Yep. If you're
0: looking to take Ipsic, I'm not sure that that would be. We're allowed to have rails now, so it doesn't. Anyway, I don't. I don't, I don't... Uh,
4: yeah, and that's everything. Stacy also wants us to know that besides uh, Saskatchewan, the UK also calls hoodies bunny hugs, too. I don't know why. I don't know but why. That, but that's it.
2: All right. Cool. Uh, Adriel, you got the first one? I got the first one now. A uh, listener from one. Australia uh, sent in some uh, some oh. CZ 3D printed goodness. I know you gave it to me because you wanted me to say CZ. Yeah. Uh, CZ. CZ. Uh, so uh, this is actually kind of cool. So this guy has 3D modeled out a couple of different designs for mags. He's from Australia. So he's got the same 10-rounder CZ mags that we've got, those uh, those half steel mags for the CZ. Uh, and he's designed a bottom form that includes an extension. So if you wanted to, if you wanted an extended CZ-75 mag, <laughs> uh, you could do it. Now, this won't work with the Mekkar ones, but it'll work great with these. The other thing that I noticed he's got, he's got a spacer for the Racemaster-style uh, mag pouches that is more optimal for the cz 75 mags in it uh, and i noticed that with mine i'm basically either at min with one or at max with the other and there's not really a good in between whereas this should work better for it so i'm kind of interested
4: that's excellent. it excellent yeah.
2: all right
3: next your turn my I turn. actually have it up. now. if you want me to read it, Trevor. Please, because I... Don't right. know from it Spencer. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's been a while, so I have a few things I wanted to catch up with you on. First, the ESS shooting glasses have some of the slimmest earpieces I've found so far. They work with literally any kind of ear protection I've ever tried. I bought some to use at MAG-40 back in 2013. Sorry, Trevor. 20 and 13. And because you can snap in new lenses at any time, they're still in my range bag today. They are a little expensive, but they're probably the last shooting glasses you'll ever need to buy. Second, Adriel, are you tracking temperature on your Mega 22 ammo testing? Your groups could change if you're shooting in extreme cold, and the numbers probably won't translate well across different brands if you have significant temperature differences between each range session. So be it. Okay, cool. Third, that ad hoc conversation about twenty two ammo you guys had last week while waiting for your guest was one of the best conversations I've heard on Slamfire for a long time. Just a reminder, you don't need guests all the time. Conversations among you guys can be really interesting. On that topic though, you do need to remember that the speed of sound depends on multiple factors like temperature and altitude, since it's all about air density. Yes, of course it changes a little bit, but most people don't know that and we didn't need to bring it up. <laughs>
0: yeah just like Derek didn't bring up my didn't need to bring up my math skills
3: right fourth on your news item about the Sandy Hook parents getting the go ahead to sue Remington that was state court not federal court since the protection of lawful commerce and arms act which prevents such lawsuits is a federal law the state courts have no say and that ruling has literally no effect well that's good to know Last of all, if any of you guys do make it to Georgia again, looking at you, Matthew, let me know. I can set you up with some interesting rain trips if you're in the Atlanta area. Atlanta's down in the southern part of Georgia, right? Yes, it I is. think. Yeah, yeah we, we barely crossed the border and then we left again because I knew I was getting too close to you, Spencer yeah if if i end up farther down south of course i'd love to to do this sort of stuff see because he goes on he says i think i mentioned a while back a co-worker also has an airboat and does guided bow fishing and alligator hunts what? in georgia alabama and florida see dave and i all the way through we're like is this gator country do you think we could see a gator i want to see a gators we were like watching the ditches and we didn't see any gators it was terribly depressing um, if you're ever down this way and want to do some gun slash bow related stuff, let me know and I can probably find something interesting for you to try. And that comes to us from Spencer in Smyrna with a big PS. That was a really strange case your guest talked about last week. I'm not sure I think that she could have been found guilty of a crime at all. The whole idea of simply talking about committing a crime versus actually performing the action seems A pretty bright line difference to me.
0: However, sorry, let me go with Matthew. Yeah. Talking about committing a crime is a crime. In Canadian, uh, the Criminal Code of Canada, it's called conspiracy to commit. And that's exactly what they did by talking about planning
3: or planning. plan a crime, that is a crime. Right.
4: She planned a crime. They planned a crime and then took action to commit said crime. Is it yeah, all crime, or
2: is it just some like the real bad ones that they like? Conspiracy to for? commit
0: murder, conspiracy to commit. You know, there's a, a range. You can't
2: be like a conspiracy to like steal candy from a candy store. You yes. can't get charged. You can. No. Okay, conspiracy to commit murder is a crime.
0: Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one yeah, I Conspiracy guess. to steal candy, maybe it is a crime, maybe it isn't, but I don't think they're going to charge you with it. Like, I think they're I'm just, just they, they have the where law in the book so they can, so they, for this exact situation.
0: But I know we're, sorry, I thought you were done, Matthew. Go ahead.
3: I was. I carried okay. on.
0: So I know where he's coming from. Where it just, yeah. like, I had this conversation with an RCMP friend of mine the other day, and I said, it blows my mind that simply that she is serving life in prison for words. Texted on a computer through Facebook.
2: But yeah. she got on a plane. Low drunk.
0: Yeah, she. but it's not even and about and intent, that. according to him. Right. It's not well, even it's about... Not. It's, it's about the words that she typed, you it, know? Yeah. And so... Whether you type them on Facebook or you and I have a conversation on a park bench, conspiracy is conspiracy.
3: It's just Correct. easier to prove if it's on Facebook. Exactly.
0: Because
4: everything lasts forever on Facebook. Right. No. I no. did want to talk about, she's so she is appealing her case. She's appealing not the actual conviction. She's appealing the sentence.
0: Yes, she thinks the um, sentence she, is too harsh. so She, she gets
4: might it. have a case with respect to that because I was looking at some other... Um, Cases and she got quite a harsh. Sentence.
1: She did, yeah.
4: So when I say other cases, I was looking at the Toronto 18, yep. and it's exactly not exactly the same, but it's, oh,
0: it's the same charge: conspiracy to commit murder,
4: terrorism act as well. Oh, uh, so they the longest sentence for them uh, the longest sentence was 18 years, um and that's set Nobody got a life sentence. Crazy. Hmm. And they actually trained to do what they said they were going to do.
0: Yeah, even worse. These guys, I mean, she never remade to his apartment. I, I fully expect that they either would have been found out before getting to the mall yeah, or they would have started to try and get ready to do it, realize the logistics of what they were wanting to do was nearly impossible and were going to give up.
4: So when I was listening to the episodes, her target, the people the people that she really wanted to harm or hurt or kill was me. Uh if I she wanted I to- Are a basic
0: bitch? Really?
4: I know a basic bitch. I know. A middle aged, she said middle aged, shut up, Trevor. Uh overweight. You're what you're what mother. they referred to in
0: the antique business as mid-century. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So it was me that she really, really wanted to target. And also children because of the fact that they are basically products of nothing. And I'm thinking to myself, if I was there in that, if it happened and I was there in that um, food court, that is one time, like, I really think that we should be able to carry. But that's one time that I would have... I would have wanted to carry because of the fact I want to be able to protect myself. Like,
0: Basic bitches need protection, Kelly.
4: Yeah. So if it, it's really interesting. Listen to all four of them. Uh, I believe all four episodes, the fifth one with Trevor, I haven't had an opportunity to, to listen to yet. But based on – I am going to listen to it. Based on – oh, that's the other thing too. Based on what I heard and her conversations, I know that it was five hours of um, – interview that he did and only about an an hour an hour and a half once he put in his own content uh was what was what was what was used but this woman um i believe she's psychotic basically oh yeah yeah true true psychotic um but oh and i also became a patreon of a show and bought a hoodie
0: he shouted you out, and um, he said, "And Kelly Lynn from Slamfire." Yep, you got the the big shout her. out this week. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, back to his email there, Matthew. If you want to keep going. Um, yeah,
3: he continues on. Since the cops picked her up at the airport, there's no reason they couldn't have simply followed her to the dude's house and then grabbed them both if they left with anything that looked like a gun. At that point, they have taken action, to me, the definition of a crime. Just talking about it on Facebook is weird and disconcerting, but I don't think that should actually be considered a crime per se. Well, we just discussed that. Yeah. It is. I know you guys don't have the First Amendment in Canada, but to me, that still falls within the bounds of free speech, ugly as it is. Uh, at least until police can show that they were actively taking action to follow up their words with deeds, it doesn't seem reasonable to me that they should be, uh, have been convicted of anything. Just my opinion, and no tear shed for either of them, but you do have to ask whether a criminal act discussed but not committed is really a crime. And it yep. is here in Canada. So, yeah, there you go. So that's from Spencer. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Um, we got some links to Schlieren Photography and the Speed of Sound through Wikipedia. So, yes. yeah, we. Yeah, thank, th- thank you for There for he
0: them. was,
2: educating you again, yes, Yeah, Me? Yep. I'm not going to look at those links. No, of course not. <laughs> you can't you can't force me to learn stuff? No,
0: we obviously can't force you to do anything, and that's evident by your shirt. So, yeah. Um, shout outs. I have a, I have a three. One to Larry and Joe for putting on last week's uh, last week's steel challenge match. Had a lot of fun. Thank you again, and uh, to Jerry from the NRT. Hope to see you at one of these events sometime, Jerry. And thanks for listening,
2: Adriel. Okay. Do you have any shout outs? Yeah, for uh, Trevor for loaning me this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather said he
0: wants it back though when you're done. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Kelly. Does he need it? You're burying him or something? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bury my old man in that. <laughs> nuts.
4: Okay. I wanted to say, give a shout out to the listener, uh, Doug. He came by the booth uh, and said hello. And also, Terry Muxlaw. He is one of my favorite CCFR field officers. He spent the day with me at the Toronto Sportsman Show on Saturday, and he made me giggle.
0: By tickling you?
4: No, he we we shared a joke about how old you are.
0: Funnier my way. <laughs> so again, Kelly, who is in her fifties, I up. like to point out that the guy in his forties is old. I'm not this sure. Looks older. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I look older than all of us, but.
3: I am not. All of us put
0: together. There's age of maturation <laughs> and chronological age. Yeah. If we go by chronological age, Kelly has me beat. If we go by age of maturation, Matthew has me beat. If we go <laughs> by physical appearance, physical
3: appearance, I... As long as you're not counting shirts, Trevor's got us all.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> awesome. All right, Patreonies. Hey, uh, I had shout-outs. Oh, no, you never
0: didn't. ask. If there's no name, I don't ask. That's why we well, have. Well, because the show I'm notes. lazy. Oh, Should okay. I
3: be penalized for being lazy? Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh. All right then, carry on.
0: Uh, Patreones, there are 83 right now, and our newest one is Derek M. Derek, who you'll remember, handed me my ass in the last IPSC match, shooting PCC. I will be out for revenge Saturday night. I believe I'm squatted with him to boot. So let the mental games begin. I look forward to seeing you on the field of play. Uh, if you would like to become a Patreone and get some patches in the mail and stuff like that. Oh, patches story. Adriel, you mailed me out some patches, right? And some stickers. Sure. So I took out uh, my share that I wanted for my own personal use. Oh, by the way, they look awesome on the, on, the on, a, on an AR-15 stock on a rifle. When you shoulder, it's like that sponsorship logo right on the butt of the rifle. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, so anyway, I bring bring the rest with me to give out some of the guys at the uh, Steel Challenge, and I pass it around the breakfast table, and it doesn't make it all the way around. It, like, makes it halfway and stops in front of somebody, and that's where it stayed. (sighs) But uh, they picked them up. They didn't throw them away. Paul Lombard went back after the match, and um, because Larry got us out of there as fast as possible at that match. Like, oh, you guys got to drive all the way back home, and he just shot us through everything. We were, like, out of there in an hour. It was awesome kind of. I mean, we weren't that big of a hurry, but it was nice that he was super accommodating. Um, So Paul went into the restaurant and picked him up. So Paul has all of our patches, or all of my patches. So, yeah. So you need Um, more? um, Yes. (laughs) I was, I got a request to put one in the mail for Jerry, but Paul has my patches, Jerry. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash slam fire radio to become a patreon and uh, support the show helps us grow helps us pay the bills that reminds her reminds me our, our hosting fees are up or something I think there's an email there Matthew with your name on it forward it to me uh, it's in our Gmail account okay Um, what else it says sign off so I'm going to sign off and uh, encourage the listeners now more so than ever I know we keep saying this now more so than ever but like now the liberals are calling for a handgun ban, like right now. Do it right now. The pressure is on after the New Zealand shooting. Um, Tracy and Rod and the rest of the CCFR team are fighting very hard to push back in the mainstream media, like never before. Never before has a pro gun org had this much traction in the mainstream media. We're the ones they call for quotes. We're the ones that they, you know, uh, retweets and and in some cases demonize. Right um for but good or bad, that's when you know
2: it's effective
0: that's right for good or bad the nra is a household name and it's a household name because of all the attraction they get in the media and the ccfr is becoming that household name and not that we are canada's nra because we have a different philosophy and belief system and mandate but um we are recognized nationally as canada's pro-gun org and so it's important to become a member of that program org because we need the numbers. It's nice to have a voice, but the more numbers we have before, behind that voice, the more powerful it is and the more it's listened to. So politicians know that we vote with our dollars. And so when the first speaks on your behalf, it would be nice if you were actually a paid member. Um, Check us on GOC. It is a friendly, nice gun form with uh, all kinds of cool information shared. And we have a little forum over there. So Kelly is a super awesome job of posting our show over there week after week after week. So if you'd like to go over and drop a comment on there, we will see it and respond and like us on Facebook. We're up to t- 2,102 likes on Facebook. That's a lot of likes guys. A lot of likes. So until next week, everybody, we like you.
3: Well,